0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so for this podcast I have Ben on, he is a six-time Emmy-nominated TV editor. Um, he has worked on projects such as Browns, LeBron James' Recipe for Change, and The Deadliest Catch. And a bunch more. Uh, feel free to check that out. Um, you can follow him on Instagram on benster__333. Uh, in regards to this conversation it was extremely authentic and we vibed off each other really well and we had a bunch of similarities uh and we covered a variety of topics obviously i had to talk a little bit about crypto we talked about life we talked about how how things just it's crazy how things lead up to where you want your subconscious energy and like a plethora of things so feel free to check it out and i hope you guys enjoy this as much as i did
1: If I walk into someone's house, I at least have it on until they say, "We're vaccinated and we're good." Are you guys vaccinated? Yeah, yeah fine. Let's just do it, and then then we'll take it off. But yeah, it, it's. I feel like it's not going to change. I guess this is just our future now,
0: right? Do you want to start from here? Because I'm kind of down to start from here.
2: Because yeah,
0: yeah
1: I'm not gonna talk about anything. So yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it's gonna change or not. Honest to God. I mean, it is a little. I I don't I don't know where we're going. I, what do you make of the whole like situation going on right now? Right. Oh gosh. Like, especially now. Oh, I want to. And I I wasn't sure if I caught that last
1: question because it, it skipped. But oh, now I'm just. Here's the thing. My friend, uh, who's the healthiest guy ever, uh, he's also a fellow editor, uh, fellow Emmy-nominated editor, just mm-hmm. a great guy, right? But he was always very healthy. Mm-hmm. We were excited uh, to take to get our vaccinations when it came out, right? Mm-hmm. We we're like, yeah, let's be the first ones. So let's, you know, hopefully, you know, this we, yeah. we can start to go out now and all that. Uh-huh. He, uh, he, his body had a weird reaction to it. It. Oh, really. It, it was Pfizer and it pretty much attacked his nervous system.
2: Oh, and wow. so
1: what, yeah, what it did is like it burned off a lot of his nerves that you can't get back. And now all his, a lot of his nerves are firing off pain signals. So his oh, body's wow. constantly in pain. Oh, and he's been bedridden for since from April till now. Now he's forcing himself to come out because he's like, I can't just stay home and be depressed mm-hmm. even though he has his moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad so like when people are nervous about getting
2: mm-hmm.
1: the vaccinations i'm not so quick to say well you should get it and da da da. there's yeah. different reasons and for one it was joe mike and it's like yeah he i'm oh, not joe, sorry uh, don't put that name up on there anyways but no, but yes. joe he uh he definitely um it's unfortunate and now i understand like with some people why they're scared to mm-hmm. to get that because you know you never know how your body's gonna react right mm-hmm. his was just totally different it was crazy and it's it's incurable. He has to just, for the rest of his life, probably just get meds to just help him cope. That's
0: scary. I didn't even, I, I've heard of like certain cases, but I haven't heard of something like that. And it's just crazy how it's like, like you were saying, like everyone's like a case by case scenario. Like one, yeah. one thing will help the majority, but it's the same thing with COVID, right? People will right. still be affected a different in a different way. And that's what's scary itself. It's scary, but I'm still all for I
1: mean, I'll take the chance, I guess. Because you know, you want <laughs> <laughs> it's just not your life, but it's other people's lives that you're affecting. Yeah. And so that's why I, I, I gladly took the uh, you know, vaccination. Mm-hmm. I got Pfizer also. Mm-hmm. Thank God nothing happened to me. But at the same yeah, but at the same time, like if I go back, if I had a choice, I would still do it no matter what. Just mm-hmm. for the good of the rest of society, right? That mm-hmm. way hopefully we can all just somehow just get past this but i just think it's just gonna keep mutating it's gonna be like the flu it's just gonna be with us for the rest of our lives i think you know i
0: think so too my dad just had covid maybe like a few weeks ago um and it like kicked his ass if i'm being honest like he was doing like horrible and i felt so bad i was like like i was taking care of him but he wouldn't eat i'm like you need to eat like you need to recover right you need the energy but like he just he was like I, he just didn't want to eat. He was just like trying to like cope with it. But i like I was like, trying to force him to walk to get some vitamin D, get the sun in and everything, you know. But <laughs> trying to do everything right, but like it still like beat his ass for like almost three weeks. I was like, wow. I was like, that scared yeah. me. And I'm like, yeah. you know, like I'm I'm normally like relatively healthy, but like for my dad who was like fifty five, I was just anxious, you know. I you know here's the thing like I'm in my
1: fifties right, mm-hmm. and so I I worry because you never know like when you're over. A certain age how it's going to affect you and especially yeah. with your dad it could have went like the worst way
0: where he's like you know on a ventilator and stuck mm-hmm. in a hospital which from what it sounds like is your dad okay now he is um i i almost ha- i almost took him there but uh to the hospital actually but i didn't take him because i didn't want them to put him on a ventilator because the All odds right. of some like him passing are so much higher than him almost not be i think it's more for like extreme cases which he was pretty bad but he wasn't as bad but i'm like i still i feel like there's more odds of something happening to him on a ventilator than kind of dealing with it like that's a personal thing and i explained that to him and like he was on board but i was super anxious dude i was like this was like recent too i was like why so late in the game (laughs) right i was almost over (laughs)
1: Right? Yeah. Or you thought, right? Yeah. That's, that's the scary part. My wife's a nurse. And yeah. back in the day, because she uh, works in a children's hospital in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, deal with children. Uh, when COVID first came out, they weren't getting cases because kids weren't getting sick. But now oh, it's related you. to where I think, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I've noticed that there are numbers with kids now. Kids are getting it. Kids like at my kids, they go to uh, middle school and I keep hearing about cases popping up with their classmates. So they're de- it's definitely uh, starting to do the kids. Our kids are 13 years old. They got, they got vaccinated. We got them vaccinated. Because uh-huh. the 13 year old version came out, thank God. Uh, and they're good. They're so far good.
0: God, oh, so that's why they're trying to push like the, the emergency, like FDA push for the vaccine for kids within that like, that age frame, right? Because oh, I have heard about that, but I didn't know that the numbers in kids were rising in particular. Totally. It, it is. And
1: it, I think before it was almost non existent because I, mm-hmm. you know, my wife, you know, she works primarily in a hospital of just babies and children, and you never really saw the cases. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going to happen was since the adult hospitals were being overrun, they were going to start to use the beds from children's hospitals since they had it open because they didn't have a lot of cases with kids. Yeah. Now I think, uh, the, the census is up. Like, I mean, I think there's more and more people getting sick. So it's, Jesus. yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm like you, I thought it was almost over. I thought, yeah,
0: I, I the sure God hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I I'm like, know. I'm barely <laughs> enjoying my time here. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Where, where are you located at? I'm located in La Mirada. Do you know where that's at? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. then you go to,
1: I, I yeah, I, I go down to downtown LA. And I like going to the rooftop. Uh, I go to
0: Yamashore all the time. I think I, I passed by you one time. I didn't want to be rude because I obviously I followed her on because I go to see Chef out all the time. I have had it in the podcast too. Um, yeah, she's dope. She's awesome. But like, I was, yeah, like, I was gonna is. say hi, but like, you're having a fun time with a group. I was like, I don't want no, to you, you
1: next time better come up to me. <laughs> we'll have a drink together.
0: <laughs> I will. No, Yamashiro is like a great place to go. Like, I'm, I like Yamashiro because like, for it's 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 gorgeous first and foremost, obviously. Right. But also like, it I'm not like I'm an introvert by nature, right? So like, I'm not like, even though I'm young. I like that even though i'm young i'm like i don't really like going to the clubs i don't like partying i'm like i just like to just chill man you know
1: yeah i i noticed that with the the new generation like when i in my generation we were all down to party and drink and go go free. and i noticed that i think the kids will sometimes see the parents and don't want to be like them. And so I think our next generation, I know like my friends, like their kids are all now going to college. Uh Hardly any of them drink. They are more chill. Or if they drink, they'll just kick back. They're not going to go crazy like what we did. Mm. And and I just go to club bars three times a week and just go crazy. (laughs) Uh, And I think the kids are like embarrassed. They're like, no, we don't want to be like our parents. And I, I, Which I like. I'm like, I'd rather have like a little nervous about going and going crazy and having fun.
2: I, I can't think, stop
0: them, but I think yeah. that has a lot to do with like the fact that like uh, anything that you do can be used against you in the future for for like a certain select people. Uh, Cause I have yeah. both sides of the spectrum for friends, right? I have some that are like they're trying to be like very professional in their career and they don't want anything to like to come back and haunt them, right? Which I get to, <laughs> but the majority of my friends like 80 90% of them like they they're they're like i guess like, like you're saying like our parents right like they don't care they get like shit faced and i'm like to more more props to you you know but like <laughs> i don't want to risk like getting in an accident or putting anyone's life in danger and mm-hmm. like that you know i just and and then nothing good happens once you're out like past a certain time that's like a little saying that i've okay. got and i'm like it's just bad decisions and it is i think i'm an old man at heart but. <laughs> hey. You know what, though? I mean, I admire that. I
1: wish I was like more like you back in the day because I was a bit more uh reckless and, yeah. and just, just used to just having fun drinking and having fun. I mean, it felt like it was a culture back then. I remember mm-hmm. in our, even at work, uh everyone had like a bottle of uh, whiskey in there or oh, like, tequila. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I would put like some vodka and jamma juice, like to sneak it in on like lunches. I would, yeah, uh, I, well, I've been in cells like most of my life, and I used to work at AT&T, right? Yeah. And um, I, everybody's like, why are you so talkative? Why are you so hyper getting low? You're getting the most cells you've gotten all month. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, damn, I should be doing this more. Do this. Right. That's, yeah. It's
1: so funny because, like, my, my, okay, so sometimes I have back procedures and I have anesthesia. You know, I, I go, they put me under only for 20 minutes, but. Yeah. <laughs> The effects of anesthesia after, because then my wife will bring me to work because I have to work. Okay. Uh, and I'm wide awake. I'm fine, but I was a bit more talkative and I was a bit more creative. Okay. My, my producer said, "You know what? You need to go down. You need to go under more often." I'm like, "What?" Okay. It's like, <laughs> but, "Damn,
0: son! All right, yeah. zero to one hundred real quick, huh?"
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I do see it. So I'm like, "Wow, why, why am I so creative right now?" You know, yeah. and I. I guess I kind of get it. Of course, I'm not going to turn to drugs to, to be creative and yeah. stuff like that. I can be creative, but I noticed I had a little extra bump. You and
0: Actually, I heard this on a Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know if you've heard this or not, or... Um, I mean, maybe you have, but uh, what a lot of writers for like SNL and a few other companies do is they purposely stay, they force themselves up, right? So that way they're like in a loopy state similar to what you mentioned and that instills the creativity and then they start writing when they're in that like zone. I'm like, oh, that's so odd.
1: Yeah, it, it whatever whatever it takes for you to to be creative, right? Like like Adele, right? She always does it with breakups, you know, and then oh, yeah. with the best music, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's so funny, her new album is coming out now and she said, No, you know what? She said this and I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Mm-hmm. She's like, You know what, this is not about me saying F you to the boyfriend or not like that. and She goes, I keep doing that. Maybe it's about myself. And she was more oh, self-reflective. Yeah. And then the funny things, like the hosts on the TV show, they're like, they're just kind of looking to like, no, no, we want you to be sad. We oh, want you
0: to, that's yeah, nice stuff.
1: We, we would rather have you be sad and create that great yeah. art that you do.
2: Yeah. And so,
1: you know, it, definitely no. Uh, and, and again, <laughs> when I, you know, I don't recommend it for everyone, but I have to get it for my back. Cause I, I've been having, uh, since I was uh, hit by a drunk driver, uh, a couple of decades ago, I guess I've oh, had wow. back issues. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I'm avoiding operation, which is good. And my back is getting better with these shots that they keep giving me and, and also going to chiropractic, uh, going to a chiropractor. My advice to you, cause you're very young, mm-hmm. just make sure. Cause I didn't think back then at your age that I needed oh. to do stretches and make sure my back was good. Make yeah. sure you take care of your back. Cause I swear once you pass a certain age, it's like, it's just constant the pain and whatever. And yeah. you try do rehab and stuff like that but you're at the perfect age where you can you know kind of direct your future by just kind of being more aware of your back and your body you know mm. right but like you know like how we're always in front of the computer right and mm. i'm always slouching, so I'm always constantly trying
2: <laughs> yeah
1: but you know i'll be there for hours and yeah that messed up my back too and i didn't realize that you know when i was younger i just thought yeah you know i'm i i don't feel any pain i'm sure i'd be okay it's mm. like no you have to be proactive about uh, taking care of your back and stuff like
0: that. I know. I've already started to feel like the repercussions, like, like I, I see, like, the transition. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, what's <laughs> happening? I'm wearing out my body, right? So, like, I've been doing, like, a lot of core work recently just so that way I can, like, focus on stabilizing my whole body. I will admit, though, I have been lacking on stretching. Everyone always tells me, uh, like, a lot of the trainers, I mean, like, they're, like, stretched, like, like, everything before workout after workout however long as you work out you should be stretching and whatnot right and i'm like right i'll, I'll like like warm up with like weight, but like i don't like like I, I don't know what it is that that is my flaw like and I, but but the thing is that like bothers me about like my this is self-awareness for me like i, I love it post-stretching it feels amazing but right. starting it is like what gets me personally it hurts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sick for, like, I try. You know, like, how, like, you have the yoga people, they're all the way down. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like this, and then the, the instructor will look at me. He's like, okay, start going. I'm like, yeah. i already going. I'm, I'm like, you know, because I'm not flexible, and I yeah. should have, again, been like that long time ago, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, so, I mean, you definitely have to watch yourself. I mean, look at my eye patch. I had uh, I had cataract surgery 2003. Uh-huh. So they replaced the lens with uh, a fake lens back in 2003. Okay. Three weeks ago, suddenly it became dislodged and my lens came down here. And I'm wow. looking around. I can't see anything yeah. really. This eye won't focus and this eye is totally gone. And I had uh-huh. to like, I had to like stop work. I'm like sidelined right now, uh, temporarily until yeah. I get the lens put back in. The, okay. the ophthalmologist, I see him Monday and he said, I'm going to check to see if your eyes healed enough to put the lens back in. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do, because I couldn't keep up with reading scripts and and looking at time codes for work, I was Mm -hmm. working on a show called Curse of Oak Island, I had to, like, step away and pretty much apply for disability. But the cool thing that's letting me do now is letting me uh, work on my side project, which is Brown, which is Chef Val's episode. She's the pilot episode. Chef Val is the one that inspired us to do this show Mm -hmm. because our show is about uh, BIPOC chefs, right? So kind of like chef's table, but BIPOC chefs, like people of color uh, and the dish that turned them from a regular cook in the uh, kitchen to a, a chef, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the one? And hers is different, because you would have thought it was going to be a Filipino dish, and it's not at all. It's something totally different. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's because it, it was uh, macarons. You know what macarons are, those mm-hmm. desserts. I,
0: I don't like them too much, but I have a best friend that, like, she's basically like a whore for them, so I, I'm forced to go, and, and maybe I just haven't had the right one, or, or like, maybe, because right. like, I usually get them from, like, little boba shops, if I'm being honest. I don't really... Oh. That's, that's probably what it is, I'm guessing, but... Yeah. Go to, go, uh, I'll send you some places to go. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: it's so good. But what it was, it's like, and here's here's the, the premise of Brown. What yeah. happened was uh, Chef Val was a stay, stay-at-home mom. Like, she could have been a chef a long time ago, or cook. Like, you know, she gave up her career to uh, take care of her daughters or her kids. Mm-hmm. Right? She had a daughter and a son, I think two sons. And so what happened was the daughter uh, uh, was bullied. In middle school, elementary, middle school, it's a high school, I think, almost, Mm -hmm. and to the point where she became suicidal. And so, Chef Val, like, she wanted to save her daughter. She's like, How do I do this? How do I do this? And she would buy her macarons because the daughter loved macarons. And Mm -hmm. she would go to school every day, give it to her at lunch, Mm -hmm. and the daughter's (laughs) smile would slowly come back because she's like, You know, but they were expensive. You know, macarons are expensive. They're like, like, like what, three five bucks?
2: bucks a little. No, three to five
1: yeah. bucks. A day. Right. And so what Chef Al did, she's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna learn how to make it. And so she went on YouTube, started to learn how to make it, and and then what she did was she would make the macarons with her daughter, and that's the thing. It's like that's what bonded them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: they start they because she didn't know how to reach her daughter, and then through baking together. And this is what Chef Al always wants to promote is like, what happened to families eating together mm. yeah because back in the day when i grew up we all ate at the table together yeah these days our kids they're like in their room like playing their games mm. and stuff or if they're at the table they're just looking at their phone <laughs> me, and me unfortunately yeah yeah it's, it's that generation right yeah. but but what we're missing is the bonding that families have mm. during like either your cooking baking eating and so what happened was they, uh, they just kept baking macarons together. And, and then the daughter recovered. She suddenly wasn't, not suddenly, but you know, eventually was not suicidal. Mm-hmm. And so what happened with that, it inspired Chef Val to go to culinary school, to go to pa- uh, pastry school, right? Uh, become a, a, a pastry chef. Mm-hmm. And she excelled and she, she got her first job at Yamashiro yeah. as, as executive pastry chef. And what happened was during COVID, they got, not got rid, of, but I guess they released the other chefs mm-hmm. and they told her, hey, you're in charge of the kitchen. We'll, we'll give you an assistant. You're in charge of the kitchen. You're in charge of coming up with a new menu. Mm-hmm. And the menu that she has right now is really good. Like this is the one that put them back on the map. I told her how I got connected to Chef Bao was I saw her uh, Instagram and I was like, oh, she's an executive chef. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, because I always went to Yamashiro, to, uh, yeah, and you did you probably did too, because it was like a landmark, right? And the it's view. It's great. The, it's amazing. Right? Yeah. I, I like the
0: whole vibe food. from there. I like everything from there. Everyone's so nice, too. I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of like a – the, the, the workers are all hip and cool. I like them a lot. Yeah. They, but the thing is, I never went for the food.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so um, – I, I I just commented on Chef Val's uh, Instagram. I go, hey, you know what? I used to come here because it's a landmark and because of the view, but never for the food, until you started. Mm-hmm. And, and then I didn't realize she was gonna write me back. Mm-hmm. She invited me. and She said, hey, why don't you come try my off-menu items? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what started our relationship together. Uh, and we realized that you know we got along, and 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 we also could help each other. Tell stories because mm-hmm. she always she has a lot of stories. She has a lot of show ideas and she's really creative and good. Uh so that's how Brown came to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm hoping that I finish this uh so I can. Oh my god, it's so funny. This is recording my um my phone is recording my conversation with you.
2: And and then uh
1: but yeah, it's uh we're uh, definitely going to try to sell this show. Uh, I think there's definitely interest for sure uh, from from uh, some companies. So, yeah, uh, hopefully I'll be done with it by the end of the year and, and sell it and make good money. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. No, I definitely enjoyed the trailer make that like, you posted. I thought it was really, I don't know if you posted it or Chef Valid or both of you guys did, but I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was really interesting, but yeah, I mean, I, I really like the whole spot over there. I know this is a bit late of the game. I think we just got like a nice flow and rhythm from the very beginning. So for the people listening, I, I apologize. Uh, but Ben, do you want to give me like a, a, a quick overview as to like, uh, your background, um, your career, your achievements and so forth? Yeah, sure. For sure. And again, I know it's late, but I appreciate you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I. Is this one where you, do you edit this together? Is that how you no, do it?
0: No, I, I kind of keep it just raw as is. I mean, I like the whole natural thing personally. Oh, okay. So, like I like the authenticity of it personally. And that's like kind of like my style. And I know a lot of people like do like a lot of editing and whatnot, but I, I don't know. That's just how I've done it. And I've gotten oh. a lot of like people listening and I've gotten good positive like feedback on it. Yeah, well, I appreciate I, it. I, I appreciate it because I, you know, right away,
1: if I know I have a good vibe with mm-hmm. the person i am being interviewed with, it's mm-hmm. like we can get to talk about anything. And that's yeah, how I felt from the very beginning it's and like, one man. thing
0: well I'm sorry to interrupt but one reason another reason why I do that as well is because I don't want anybody's words to get misconstrued either that's a big one for me for like wow. people that I get I yes. never want somebody to get caught up in a loop I'm like no here's everything as is so like you know because right. a lot of people will use clickbait material and chop bits up I don't like that you know <laughs> true and then they a lot of them will also blame the editing mm-hmm. you know yeah. right and then yeah. it's like no, you said those words but yeah then, it's like you're not taking accountability right and it's like well, I'm like I don't have anything to hide, and I'm like I just want like like the guard lowered, right? Because I'm like I'm not gonna abuse or anything the trust. I'm like if I want people on, it's because I genuinely want them on. I don't want to like do some clickbait trap bullshit. I don't I don't like that personally. No, That's no, toxic. I, I,
1: yeah, it's just
0: refreshing, honestly. Because yeah. the ones
1: that I usually do are I usually recorded and stuff. So,
2: mm.
1: and I'm like so then I'm like editing myself and going okay. Uh, I can- this and that and I yeah. and, but I like the natural flow of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give my intro. Uh yeah. And so uh, you know, I'm a TV editor, uh mm-hmm. mainly. Uh and I've uh I've been working in the unscripted world for about um I want to say twenty since nineteen ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Uh and oh, uh, I was it-
0: born like a year before that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you're making
0: whole- <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay.
1: But what, what it was is like I went to school for uh, I graduated from UC Irvine in uh, biological sciences because my dad, typical Filipino family, Asian, they want you to do something medical right And I didn't think that uh, I didn't think that editing was a way of making money because your parents teach you my parents taught me that anything entertainment, no, you're not gonna make any money that's not a good living. You had to be an engineer or like a doctor, a doctor a lawyer like, that, lawyers, yeah. like stuff. And, and you know, I, I went along with it just because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. But then when I graduated, I realized, oh, I can't stick my hand in people's mouths for a living. I, I don't <laughs> like that. Right. And yeah. I felt more creative. And so I, I honestly, I, I took a uh, UCLA extension class. One, it was like a film apprentice editing class. And from there, I uh, I met uh it was a classmate and it was only for two weeks uh, it was just for two weeks and my classmate just randomly turned to me and she said hey um let's exchange numbers it, and she wasn't <laughs> trying to pick up on me or anything it's more like hey if you come if you have an opportunity that you want to throw my way vice versa <laughs> and what happened I'm you know and I, I was what I think I was 25 then I was like sure you know whatever yeah. and then it, but then she did she she called me because I I know it's not a texting. Did we text back then? <laughs> I, I think so, but I
0: think it was because I, I even had one of those because my parents are like Mexican, so they didn't really like have much money. But we were able to scrap up like fifty bucks to get like one of those like the flip phones, and like you had to press like three times to get like to the letter T, like those things. I think right? Like oh my gosh, yeah, like yes, nine yes. times to spell the. Like it was just a whole mess. We had, yeah. we had it really hard. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a little bit. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and every, but, but the thing was for me as like everyone else had like iPhone threes fours or whatever I'm like the right. only one that had I was like oh yeah <laughs> but I got I got creative though I, I ended up getting like an iPod touch and i just like would yeah. use it like everywhere like yeah. starbucks where wi-fi was at and then i download like, a text free. that's that's what i did i just got creative with it yeah, yeah. you just have to right yeah.
1: that's, how, that's how you you survive you know yeah. you, you get outside the box you know mm. but then that's 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 what it was like back then uh i was like oh okay she she said hey i got an inf- i got an interview at an infomercial place called uh infinity productions uh i can't take the interview can you i'm like yeah i'll take it yeah. so when i went there i already had a day job at a cable access place uh not, and uh, uh uh but when i went there i saw the editor and at the time i didn't even know how to work a computer that's how
0: oh wow Okay. that's how okay.
1: country i was so i was yeah. like what <laughs> I, I, I go. and so i told him i go look i have a day job wow. but because what they wanted me to do was digitize their footage in, you know, the most basic, getting the footage in. And so I said, hey, I'll I'll work for you for free uh, at night, graveyard shift after I get off my job. Uh, I'll prove to you that I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm worth hiring. And uh, Ed Jost, the editor said, yes, I'll teach you. I mean, if you're gonna work for free, hell yeah. And then, so I did, I worked for free uh, for about three months and came at night, didn't see anybody, uh, totally kicked ass. They really liked what I was doing, mm. but I never saw anyone. And then so I decided to go to the Christmas party, you know, the company Christmas party so yeah. they can see my face, right? And plus, you know, free drinks or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Food, right? right? Yeah. And so I, I I went and then I met my future boss. She came up to me. She was the head of post and she said, darling Rasko, she said, hey, you know, uh, you're Ben. You're, I heard about you at night. You're doing great. I'm leaving this place. Mm. I want to take you with me. So she, I'm like, really? Oh, she wow. goes, yeah, I'm going to take you over to this up-and-coming company. It was called uh, Venice Films. Now it's Prometheus. Uh, and they, uh, they do Amy biographies. I'm like, okay, and you'll be an assistant editor. I'm like, and that's <laughs> how I... And honestly, she took me everywhere. She, took, she led me all the way up to Deadliest Catch. Uh, oh. and, and I never had to interview, I think only once for a job. Oh That's, wow it's, really. It's always and you know how they say it's who you know it really is who you know. Yeah. But then you when you get in there it's who you know but then when you get in there you prove to them that you're a badass. You know they won't let yes. you go. Anymore. Yeah. Because
2: yeah,
1: it's, it's I'll take advantage of it's you who know, so what? Uh, yeah, I however to get my uh, foot in the door. But yeah, I I you know every job that I took I always tried to show that how valuable i am by by getting the work done fast by mm-hmm. uh, being organized and also just being friendly that's mm-hmm. that's just amazing you, you know you try to connect with your editors and try to find that common ground where you guys can like you know have a good conversation while you're working together yeah. sometimes it doesn't work because sometimes some editors just don't want to know you oh, you know
0: really? <laughs> yeah yeah social
1: yeah, yeah, or, or threaten, because then also, too, you offer, what I did to move up fast was I offered to, once I was done with all my work as an assistant editor, it's all technical stuff, I said, hey, look, if you need any help editing a scene, then, uh, throw it my way, I'll do it at night mm-hmm. after I'm done with all my work, and yeah, and what they, and my all my editors said yes and i learned from them how to edit but uh-huh. i definitely my goal was to be better than them and uh nice. my, my boss definitely noticed she's like yeah you're you're really good compared to some of even the editors yeah. let's move you let's move you up and that's how i became an editor you know like just mm-hmm. yeah
0: so it sounds like while like they were like i guess kind of taking like the the easy route like they were like Like, not that they were essentially right, but they were, like, slightly complacent, but that slight complacency was able to gain you that experience and that traction to surpass them in short, right? That's pretty sick. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, you just stealth, right? You just... Like, low-key as hell,
1: yeah. Just be low-key and don't come in arrogant and don't try to shit about them and saying hey my cuts better than their cuts and no, no you just just let your work do the talking and that's mm-hmm. all you do and and make their life easy too because it does make their life easy because mm-hmm. they have such deadlines and they're like sheesh we need help getting this scene started or this scene cut and a lot of times they kept my scene as is which was a biggest compliment to me
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh uh to when they don't really change it too much mm-hmm. you know and oh, gotcha. so yeah yeah I, I i love it are you like in the? entertainment industry like do you are you planning to
0: go this route or what do you what do you i don't think i even know <laughs> uh, i think i'm still figuring that out uh it's funny that you come my interviews because i'm going through like there's four interviews i'm on like the third one for a company in irvine um, right. for salesforce so like a tech company but I don't know i i'm so i'm open but there's not like a specific thing that like i've set like my mind on you know so right now i'm not in the entertainment industry at all no like I, my mom was an actor but i'm like i don't i, I think maybe they like turned me off I, like, I don't want to go that route isn't that
1: know? funny though isn't that funny how we're always opposite of our parents yeah that's, right? that's
0: what was funny that you told me that i was, like, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah but i could see you in the entertainment industry that's really yeah yeah definitely and plus when you're doing a show like this you're like a producer too you know so you know it takes you know organization to get all this stuff you know mm. organizing out so mm. i don't know i mean i was just curious that's all i was curious what uh, which way you were gonna go
0: no there. that's a, i take that as a huge compliment i've never gotten that before so i appreciate that but yeah oh, cool. i think i'm so like young i'm like still trying to figure out like where to put all my energy because i've been thinking like okay this is a little bit personal but like i've been like where am i gonna like end up going for like the rest of my life and one thing i don't want to do is like i i know i want to put all my effort into something i'll love right and it's like there's a difference between that i've seen and i've noticed that um a lot of people that make a bunch of money there aren't happy i think i'd rather take i'd rather make less and be happy and i think I think the, you know how, like, everyone says, oh, you can pick up a phone and you can do whatever you want, you can learn any skill, right? I, like, for me in particular, I hate it, but I'm like, I feel like there's so many opportunities, so many routes, I'm like, shit, which one do I pick? exactly it's like it it just blows
1: your mind like all the opportunity now because back then we didn't even have like uh when we want to edit on machines we had to actually go to a work and edit and now like a place to edit like a building and we had to get a job or whatever or volunteer at the cable access uh station in in your city but now the kids today i'm saying everyone Mm -hmm. can learn on the phone they can learn on youtube they i mean they have such and they have all these editing programs that are amazing Mm -hmm. i mean uh and so yeah i mean there's so much opportunity for the younger generation to learn
0: i learned from i learned how to trade the stock market because of that so i I did get Uh i did carve a bit of a path i've already been doing that for four years right like i'm like trading my own money and everything like that so i have done that and Oh That's my me. god, that was tough, dude. That for like the first, for like the first year and a half, all I did was lose money, dude. <laughs> and
2: like I, <laughs> yeah, Oh my really god, I,
0: I always tell everyone this, but like I literally had to eat like, uh, cause that was when I was working at AT and T, right? I was I was grateful to get that job because I mean before that I work like I was already like out and I lived with my best friend at the time, but I worked at Disneyland for like a year. Uh, and then like for like three or four or five months i was like i can't even like i was making like a little like a dollar over minimum wage i'm like this isn't sustainable how do people do this right and i got i got lucky i landed the job at AT at&t because that was like a normal living like like salary right Right. uh and but even then like after like a year or two of working there i was like no i still want more because i also like i i think this is where i want to be at like i want to like be myself and like do what i love but still also like not be tied to my job because it's good to have ambition and you need ambition because then you you won't get anywhere but i also don't want to like let that overtake me it's and i think i'm an overthinker so i think that's what like gets me you know yeah. you
1: know that's true it's, it's scary to overthink things because i i have a tendency to do that sometimes and mm-hmm. then sometimes you just have to clear your head it's like no 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 don't because then you tend to panic when you overthink right yeah. but <laughs> so you I know agree. what no, the thing is when you'll you'll know you'll mm-hmm. feel it like when you hit something that you really like mm-hmm. i think and now you don't and there's no there's no pressure for you to do anyways you know it should just mm-hmm. come naturally i didn't think that i was ever gonna do this mm-hmm. you know i was thinking i was gonna do something else like mm-hmm. uh I tried after I graduated from UC Irvine, Mm. I was floundering for a while and I was part of like a media action network for Asian Americans where Mm. We would uh, monitor how Asian Americans are portrayed in the media. We would do uh, protests sometimes like against movies like Rising Sun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I uh, marched with uh, Jesse Jackson at the 1996 Oscars for Mm -hmm. uh, lack of diversity in front of and behind the camera and stuff like that. So I was thinking, okay, what can I do? How can I make a living doing this? And so I applied for I think it was the Asian American Studies program at UCLA. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I thought I was a shoe in right? And and then of course I didn't make it. And then, so I was distraught. I went over to the director, uh, one of the directors over there at UCLA and asked him, uh, why didn't I make it, you know? And I was really just heartbroken. And this guy was actually Filipino. And so I kind of looked at him like, "Oh, you're like my uncle. Please just tell me something comforting. <laughs> yeah. Tell me something comforting, right?" Mm-hmm. And he said straight out to me, "He's like, well, you're just average. You're just an average student. That's all." He said that to my face, mm-hmm. and I it broke my heart to the point where I pretty much left, almost crying. Well, I was crying, and I cursed God. I, I pretty much dropped, dropped religion because I kind of put all my eggs in one basket, right? I thought, Gosh, oh. You. And so what happened was, and this is a big lesson for me and hopefully for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, my friend, my good friend, Laura Elias, who was a council member for uh, City of Carson, you know, she told me, she's like, oh, I'm glad you didn't make it to the Asian American Studies program. And I was shocked when she said that. I was Mm -hmm. actually pissed. I was like, how could you say, how dare you say that? Why? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And she's like, oh, no, because I just thought that was too narrow for you. It was a, it, the, I feel like you're more creative and you can do bigger things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't understand at the time when she told me, mm-hmm. but now when I look back at it, thank God I didn't get into the program. Could you imagine if I would've gotten What would I have done with that? So
2: yeah.
1: it's kind of my thing, in, and here's my biggest uh, like uh, advice for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes rejection is protection. It's like rejection is protection like from the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the universe will just, I believe, mm-hmm. like when you're going a different direction that you're not supposed to, the universe will give you a big, like, sign. It's like, no, don't yes. go, you know, go this way if you can. And I believe that. I believe that this, this setback really just set me up for my career, which mm. at the time I didn't understand because I was so distraught and heartbroken, but now looking back at it, thank God. That's all I have to say. Thank God that I actually fo- followed whatever the universe was telling me to go to because mm-hmm. I was just like, I honestly felt like I was ne- I was gonna be a failure in life. Like I wasn't gonna be able to make any type of money because I had That's no. That scares
0: me. You know what? I'm blessed that, the, that I got into the stock market because I don't like I don't worry about like. Um, I mean, I'm very like minimalist, right? So like, I, but even then, I like I'm like fine. Like I don't have to worry about money, right? Like I'm I'm happy about that because I had nothing, oh. right? Uh, well, like, I mean, I still do because, like, I want something everlasting, right, like, for the future, but, like, as, like, in the short term anyways, like, I don't really have to, and I think that gives me, like, a cool, like, sense of freedom like, I can pick what I want, but I also want to be careful and validate the risk and all that and, right. and 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 that makes me happy that I don't have to, like, compromise, like, who I am, like, like, I hate saying it, but, like, a lot of people, like, in the acting industry, right, I, I don't yeah. have to, com- I'm gonna be myself and I'm, like, exactly. I'm not tied to that, like, I'm, I, I'm, like, I don't know, that that gives me, like, a different sense of, like, Peace, you know, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I love that you found that, and I'm gonna ask you questions after we get off this. Yeah, start. yeah, go for it. <laughs> because I, I'm in, I'm slowly getting into it. I got lucky with Dodgecoin, Like, actually bought it when it was like, like I think it was four cents or something. Me like too.
0: that. Two, three. But yeah, right. Yeah. So we have that. I'm I so holding it too. I'm not like freaking out. I'm just like letting it ride. Don't even freak out because I I've talked to so many people and
1: and it just looks good. Plus they're making it real. It was a joke.
2: Yeah, AMS now AMS these just things things taking
1: are making it in. real mm-hmm. exactly it's mm-hmm. real currency now so mm-hmm. you can't knock that like what other ones have that so one day it's gonna really just i a think pop.
0: yeah i don't know i don't know where i'd sell it but um well i'll give you this um historically speaking over the past few years uh fourth quarter um cryptocurrency skyrocket typically so really so we should be due for a bit more of a pop yeah statistically oh speaking God. that's not always a guarantee but uh holding over summer was annoying <laughs> third quarter yeah. i was, like, Remember oh, it was like yeah i know it's just digging like... around getting beat down i'm like uh but i was but i am seeing it long term so i just dealt with the short-term pain but i'm like i should finally uh, there's something called support right so it usually builds up and it's kind of like a champagne bottle right so it'll, right. it'll hang in there but like when it like it all the um I guess the support um, is buyers, right? All the buyers are going to usually lead to friction and that's going to cause um, an increase in demand and that's going to pop up the prices. Essentially. Oh, it's like, yeah. I, I got to the point too, when it
1: got so low, because instead of getting, my friend always taught me this too, Siobhan, Abile, she's like, she always said, never panic. Just try not to panic. Stay mm-hmm. on a positive frequency. Mm-hmm. Things will happen mm-hmm. at the right time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel about Dogecoin. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not panic so what i did when it went low i started buying a little bit more here and there you know you never know so i I, only,
0: I, just, oh. I wish i put more i put a decent amount more than a normal person would <laughs> and it worked out fantastic but i also wish i'm like damn i guess the the, the fomo right i'm like damn i should have just kept going <laughs> That's that. Yeah, that was it. a, that was a fun that. bet. That was a fun bet. Like I was and it actually turns out that's one of the better ones I've had in the weirdest way. Yeah. It, it is because I remember because I told my friends like, oh, guys,
1: four cents. So what? Yeah. Just put, put shit, yeah. I, I put down money that was like. $200 here, $200 there, where I wouldn't miss it. Like, say yeah, it exactly. not away, I'm like, I'm not going to miss it anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like a dinner, two dinners I could have done, you know, uh, through the weeks I'll sacrifice a dinner. I'll just mm-hmm. put it toward Dogecoin. And so it helped. I did uh, SHIB and uh, Telcoin too. So hopefully, okay. so hopefully, yeah, hopefully they, uh, those are the ones I'm just kind of sitting on going. I and-
0: think you made a good choice on SHIB, especially as of recent. I've, I've been keeping an eye on that. You uh, know, right, INU? Oh, right. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I remember it's, it's Shiba Inu, technically. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, oddly, I mean, it's been doing really good. I don't know why. I mean, a lot of people are saying it's because Elon Musk's dog, right? And I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I'm like, I think <laughs> it's funny. It's ironic, but hilarious. But, it, no, it's it's pretty interesting, but that's the only crypto I do. I normally, like, just trade stocks, like, on a normal basis, because that's safer for me. I'm going like, to ask you about that. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you as I'm best sold. advice as I can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah oh man this is cool i like this this
1: interview is actually also very like helpful with uh other stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, you know all that stuff you're like my advisor
0: <laughs> i'll guide you as best as i can but uh, but yeah i've been doing it for a bit I, one of the things for me too why i even got into that was because like i got like really like irritated when it came to like uh when i was at at and T, I would just put my money into my 401k and i right. was like why do i want the average return i'm like why can't i do it and i, I this is funny because it's like how hard could it be right well like it like destroyed me emotionally for like a year but like but now like after i got past that like that that rough patch or whatever yeah it's 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 like smoother sailing right but it was really tough to learn it took all i oh my god i'm telling you like i go like in the paint i was doing like sick i was working a full-time job and i was studying for like six eight hours like on the road like video wow. lessons reading on, wow. lunch, on the way back home Smart. So smart!
1: You're so smart. See, that's the thing. I sh- I need to do that more. I'm not good at doing research. You know, I'm just like I just when someone tells me something, I'm like okay, I'll get that. You know, yeah. that's how it to shipped and and Telcoin because someone said this is gonna. Where did you, you hear off.
0: Telcoin from? I, I haven't. I think I've heard about it like a handful of times actually. I yeah, know. yeah. No,
1: I uh, I even looked at some video. Like they all kind of said that this is the one that's gonna really take off. To mm. yeah, I think it's based in Australia, the Philippines, and what other country mm. and it has something to do with your phone but oh, wow. uh again i should do my more research but it's oh, just one of those ones where it was point zero, 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 0.0000 something right oh
0: gotcha yeah, yeah. No, I it, got, it doesn't like, hurt it's like why not who cares yeah, probably, it, like, yeah if just, it goes just, to nothing who cares yeah
1: exactly it's like money that you're not gonna miss you and know the funny like, thing
0: is it's like that nothing can make you a millionaire like easy like, it, it's, like about half a years you never know like it's better odds in the lottery i'll say that
1: hell yeah. yeah for sure i feel like i'm wasting my money with a lotto <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know but no it's it's good I'm, I'm glad that i have you to like ask for some advice i mean yeah. i get it. like it's not you never know you never know mm-hmm. i mean maybe they may not ever but i always think positively i always try i mean if you look at my vision board back there
2: mm-hmm. have
1: dodge coin up there that says fifty thousand a share oh really <laughs> and then tell coin dollars a share nice. yeah it's like okay see that okay that lebron james leading spot yes bottle, right okay so i recently got a job on his show and i'm like how am i gonna get it what lebron james yeah. and i didn't think about it and i look behind me i randomly placed that box there yeah and it manifested it man Exactly, it's like this came out of nowhere. There was no way I can get this job through, and I got it through Clubhouse, like in the connection through Clubhouse. They that's, just how I,
0: that's how I met a lot of people through Clubhouse, too. I haven't used it
1: in a bit, admittedly, but I i really enjoy that app. Oh, I do too. My creative partner and I, uh, uh, Drea Castro, that's how we met. We met in Clubhouse, and mm-hmm. now we're a team, we're a force like me, her, and Marielle. We're mm-hmm. just like doing our shows, you know, mm-hmm. on the side. I, last year I was just an editor right Mm. now I'm like a showrunner producer editor you know I can do all these things I'm learning all this stuff it's Mm. still a learning process for me I the legal stuff is the hard part you know oh god yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah Uh, you'll see oh man there's just so much to know Uh, because I was just used to being an editor just Mm. handed the footage and making making it work you know Mm. and now um I'm also helping creating the story, like coming up with the questions, uh, going and help shooting uh, the Mm -hmm. interviews, uh, scout locate everything, so Mm -hmm. there's a lot. I'm like, I don't know how, I mean, I've been just so busy, it's been crazy, but all because of Clubhouse. I mean we met met because of clubhouse
0: right is that how we met I believe so yeah I think we were I think um I think I was in um I think when it was like the the stop Asian hate was going on that during like that time frame when everything was going crazy it was like during like way back when yeah I'm so glad you reached out like I remember
1: when you reached out first I was like oh that's so cool but you know back then I was a little bit more green in uh speaking publicly I never spoke publicly. Really, I hated it. I was oh, really? Really scared of it. Clubhouse taught me how. Like when I started to do help co-moderate some rooms,
2: mm.
1: uh, it taught me. It taught me to not be nervous. I guess I feel like I have a flow. I know mm-hmm. I don't. I don't ramble. Thank God, because yeah. I I try to speak in sound bites because that's how I want. Like when I'm editing someone who's being interviewed, mm-hmm. I don't want them to ramble. I want them to just say state the question. <laughs> restate the question and answer real quick. Yeah. And the good ones do that. And then I try to do that. I try to not to ramble at all. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't have anything to say, I won't say it. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I oh my God. If I reflect like, back on like the first few episodes, I would ramble like quite a bit and I would I would stumble and trip all over my words. And I think <laughs> yeah. this podcast is like what helped me like uh like put my words like it's just more like concentrated and it's opposed to like random nonsense right which is it, grateful yeah. and it's like an unexpected thing that i didn't think i would ever learn and i'm grateful for it, you know it was just and i don't know i just like getting to know a lot of people and everything i think you listen to the um i had a tedx speaker from san francisco on i think i think you listen to that one that one like i mean i would have never been able to talk to you or anything like that if i didn't like start this and th- this is definitely something i want to continue on doing like in the future personally because this is a, right. this is I, this is just something different and like, again i i get to meet so much more perspectives i get to get experience from other people second hand that i can in, implement into my own like world right and it's like oh. most people don't get those opportunities because they never bother to reach out and that's another thing i'm grateful for sales too because i don't care about the rejection anymore that makes me numb to it I, i'm like if i if they don't care okay like because i want people like that want to come on like and want to come on right i don't want to force anything for sure. if, if it's forced I, I don't i don't i don't want it you know yeah. No you
1: you have meaningful stuff like I remember watching it a long time ago cuz you were you were sending me something and I was yeah. watching it I thought this is meaningful this means something it's not like just frivolous shit so I was like <laughs> I was like okay cool and then I do love your style now because it just this is a cool way of et- uh interviewing you know I just I, I
0: feel like I'm at home you know like I don't want no Jimmy Kimmel bullshit I don't want no <laughs> Colbert I'm like that's cool right like it has a time and place and it's like it's it's dope right? I mean I enjoy their stuff right <laughs> But it's like I, that's not what I want to do. Like I wanna like just create my own thing. I think that's where I'm at. And I think the freedom that I have like gives me the ability to do that because I don't wanna force like myself to be somebody else. Like I just wanna be me. at the end of the day. No, yeah. I,
1: I like it because this reminds me of like Howard Stern, right? Howard Stern would just throw something out and they will just you could tell it's not planned, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that they're doing is just kinda of off the cuff. Mm-hmm. And it just it, it it to me, the celebrities who go on there they feel more like real. 'Cause they're just they're letting their guard down uh-huh. because they trust yeah. Howard Stern. And uh I think you have kinda of like the same thing. You know, it's like right oh. off the bat I, I feel like I could I could let my guard down and just riff really? it. I feel so guilty,
0: yeah. I've never seen Howard Stern, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> tell you i'm the worst like well because my parents again like we were like mexican we lived like in a shitty apartment in belfar like a lot of my life right and uh yeah we like i literally the the hand like main most of the shows i ever watched was like the office and like like when i was a kid like bugs life on repeat i like a hundred times like and like i didn't really watch tv shows or anything like that like i'm not really into like the whole industry like i don't um what do i like i like to workaholics I, I don't know if you watch that i watch that uh and like how i made and that's like it that's like the the limit of what i got like, uh, like yeah. I you. everyone hates me for it dude i am like because i don't watch movies i i watch like a, like avengers and like stuff like that like that's cool but like, try, like you know, anything else like other than like the huge mainstreams, like I'm like I don't know. I haven't even watched like uh the Michael Myers movies, like none, none of that, like nothing. I have no idea. Yeah.
1: That's but you know what's so funny about that? It's like don't you hate it when people go they'll they'll they assume that you saw something. They're like,
0: yeah.
1: hey matrix, but then I'm like and I'm always like, Oh, I didn't watch it. You're yeah. like, What? I know I watched Matrix, though, but I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. But they always ask me, I go, look, my my excuse was, especially when I worked on a biography, because I had to look through mm-hmm. movies and find, like, the clips that I would put in the show, mm-hmm. so I, I would just tell them, I go, I feel like I'm working when I'm watching a movie. <gasps> I'm, like, looking for the shots that would, like, the, the billboard shots, mm-hmm. and, you know, the non-lip flap shots. And so it takes me out of watching a movie. I think lately, though, I'm starting to switch because I never cut scripted uh, shows, right? Mm-hmm. Mine was always unscripted. But again, through Clubhouse, uh, uh, Stephanie Terrero, who's a filmmaker, actress in New York,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, reached out to me. She saw my, uh, my profile. She's like, hey, uh, I would love for you to edit a scene for my movie short. I'm like, Really, and I was scared mm-hmm. when I saw that. I'm like, wait, how do I answer that? Because I I've never cut scripted before, mm-hmm. and so because it's a different part of your brain. Like for sure, unscripted feels like it's just way crazy hard because you have to like find the, your own shots. You're nothing's given to you as in like this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. You're just looking through hours and hours of footage to try to make the story work, and mm-hmm. that's really tough. scripted. You know, they they have the tapes, they have everything there. So now you just trying choose the best takes and all that stuff. So it's a different brain, part of your brain. So I, I didn't answer her for a while. And then finally I answered her because I was scared. And I asked her, I go, hey, yeah, uh, sure, I guess. But do you, don't you know I'm an unscripted editor?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she said, she goes, well, yeah, but I saw your profile. I, I heard you speak or something like, I like you. You're BIPOC like me because she's Dominican, Dominican-American. Mm-hmm. She goes, I want to give you a chance. She goes, how much uh, is your rate? And then I just, it took me back to when I was at the infomercial place, like, oh, mate, they're teaching me. So I, I just told her, I go, no, I go, I'm, 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 I'm not charging you anything. You're doing me a bigger favor by letting me get a chance to learn. And she almost started crying. She's like, are you serious? Yeah. I'm like, and then I'm like, and sure enough, yeah. I edited her scene first. She loved it and she gave me credit on it. It's on IMDB. So I had my first scripted um, credit. And mm-hmm. it's legit. So I think I might start to go scripted way. Hopefully if like the opportunities come, I'm not sure yet. I don't want to go backwards. Cause a lot of unscripted <laughs> editors will go backwards to become like as an assistant editor mm-hmm. to move their way back up to scripted. And my friend is doing that and I'm like, I just can't. I don't know. I wish I could just go laterally. Yeah. Like just, yeah. You know, and then that's what I'm trying to do. And I think I've been getting some offers to do scripted. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, again, everything through Clubhouse isn't that and amazing all the opportunities are there because it's an easy networking app right there
1: totally and then you actually you can tell how sincere people are because you're pretty much for the most part because I got tricked a couple of times but just by listening to their voice right because it's just audio right mm-hmm. uh, Clubhouse is just audio you kind of hear the sincerity of when people speak, mm-hmm. right? More, you're more attuned to it because you're not seeing them. It's just their profile picture, mm-hmm. uh and so I've been pretty lucky meeting some really good people. I mean, there are some of them that turned out to be the opposite later, but
0: oh for the most part, right? Yeah. And no, I get I get iffy on like the live coaches and like those kinds of people. Yeah, so I like I, I I respect them, but like I hesitate, you know. Other than that, I'm like, uh, I'll play by ear (laughs) kind of deal, you know? It's true. Are those the ones that try to get money off of
1: you, too? You know, like, there's ones that will try to charge you uh, money so they can coach you type thing. Yeah,
0: and it's like, if that really worked, couldn't you have done that for your own life? That's, like, kind of, like, my (laughs) thing, right? But I'm like, whatever. I mean, I'm sure they have, like, good, like principles and everything but obviously they, they they have an issue with executing it for themselves and, and I get that sometimes it's easier to teach somebody else than to execute it on your own like I I know right. firsthand but it's just it, I, I only like taking advice from people who have done it you know because I'm like right. that's the best way to do it like in my own eyes because it's like well if it right. didn't work for them they're going to steer you towards a way that didn't work even if they have like the good intention of guiding you the right way that's right. not what's really going to happen for so you want to like, with the stock market, it's like, what's the best odds? And even if I don't essentially make it, like, as if somebody else did, I still went for whatever was, like, the best advice I could find, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: no, I I, I totally hear you on that. It's like, I will take people's advice, but not really take it to heart. Unless, yes, like light. Yeah. Take it. Take yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to protect yourself sometimes because mm. you just never know. You're right. They could steer you the wrong way because of their bad experiences, mm. but... Not you, even through bad intention either. Just misguided right. information. Yeah,
2: right. yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, totally. I don't know. You seem very mature for your age. I'm telling you. You seem like you your <laughs> stuff together, you know? I think it's the trauma. Is <laughs> it? <Hey, dude. laughs>
0: oh I always say that whenever someone says that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I like, I don't know. I just like being in my own space. Like, believe it or not, like, I just like doing this gym. Staying home, I don't really like. I rarely go. Well, if I go out, like it'll be like somewhere like Yamashiro, like for like a drink or two, and like that's it. Like I'm not so crazy, right? But uh, I'm like I I like trying out like a bunch of places for food. That's like my guilty pleasure. But But that's uh,
1: always fun. Everything's always fun with food, and I've noticed that even making the shows is just fun as shit. Just to talk about food, to shoot food. I thought that was
0: dope. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's a cool way to do it. Yeah, and with recipe for change too
1: oh God recipe for, recipe for change was the one the LeBron James show yeah. that because he was a producer on that uh, it was the first time ever that I worked with fellow Filipino uh, editors mm-hmm. and a uh, Chinese American editor uh, since I've been an editor since the late 90s uh, you know right after you were born um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I never had like another fellow Asian American editing next to me, I never saw it, but I mm-hmm. i thought it was normal. I honestly thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. I just kept my head down and kept just working and just trying to prove that I belonged in the room, right? Mm-hmm. But through my own talents. And and ever since I got, uh, oh yeah, I gotta tell you this story. Um, ever since I got nominated for an Emmy, I started to get a uh, more younger generation reaching out to me, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Filipino, American, especially. Uh, I was being interviewed on the red carpet Uh, I think it was my fourth Emmy nomination, Uh, Mm -hmm. and I was being interviewed by the Filipino channel, by Yang Chavez, Mm -hmm. because she reached out to me. She's a reporter that's pretty well known in the community. Uh, She said, hey, I want to interview you on the red carpet because Filipino Americans, they don't have a voice, like either here or in the Philippines, right? Both, like no one really reaches out to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, sure, Uh, I'll I'll be interviewed, that's fine. And then, and when I was interviewed on the red carpet, she really liked my story. Like she interviewed five of us who were nominated that year, uh, uh, Asian Americans uh, or Filipino Americans. And she actually did like a whole piece on me, like, a three-minute piece on my own because she thought my story oh. was the most interesting and so what happened was uh, this young kid uh he's like 17 years old Filipino uh American in Riverside he saw the the piece on me and he was watching it on TV and he turned to his mom he goes mom I want to be oh, like him
0: shit. Yeah. yeah
1: and it was crazy because then she looked she's like oh my god I know his mother-in-law Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what she did was she got in contact with me. I told him to meet me at a, a coffee bean, you know, oh, yeah, and, yeah, like, blah, blah, blah. and then this young kid comes, very green, looked like the, he just looked so young. And then he even told me, he's like, I want to, order you coffee but I don't know how and that's how green he was I was like I don't, don't worry about the coffee that's fine yeah. and so I go look just show me what you have I mean do you have any work to show me mm-hmm. because he was still trying to figure out he told me his main story was I my friends and I don't know if there's some family members I think mm-hmm. the aunt, uncles whoever were uh putting him down for trying to uh, get into the entertainment industry.
2: Uh-huh. And he
1: started to doubt, self-doubt. And he was trying to make that decision to go to film school. And so when he met with me, I, I so I, I said, show me what you have. And then he did, he showed me his work. It was amazing. I just looked at it, I go, oh shit, you edit the new style, how the kids like you know, edit today with the transitions and it's fast mm-hmm. and it's amazing, it looks like a Nike commercial. And so I go, wow, that's amazing. You're really good. Look, there's there's this uh, reggae singer, famous reggae singer that I know, Tanel, who I'm I, I'm family friends with her. She's been trying to get me to edit her new music video. Okay. She wanted to have a younger look. I go, but you know what? You your style is better than my style for this. So oh, okay. I told him like I I introduced them to. They met on the day that Kobe died. Oh. Met. Yeah, it was weird because he had his jersey on. We have pictures. And then when she was, they were skeptical when they came in. But then when they showed, when he showed her the uh, video, she loved it. And yeah. then she, she had him edit the video. And then that's his first credit. And he's not even like in film school. And the thing is, it's seen by like over almost 2.5 million people. And nice. it got it got nominated for a world uh, I I forgot what the thing was but it was an Island uh, World uh, Award for oh, best uh, for best video this year got nominated
0: yeah
1: it, it who like when I was him I was working infomercials not even putting shots in but mm. so what he did is like he, he he now he's in film school. He's an influencer. He does directing, editing, all this stuff. If you look at him now, he looks like this really cool influencer type guy, not the guy I met. And uh, what got me was like in Clubhouse, I was like moderating a room on Filipinics and film and and entertainment and TV. He came to the room. Mm -hmm. He went up on stage, started to tell our story. And the thing that he said that got me was he said, you know what, I just needed someone because I was ready to quit the industry I just needed someone to tell me that my editing was good mm-hmm. that that was Ben Ben told me that and it gave him enough fire to pursue pursue his career and now look at him he's in film school now yeah. yet already have a lot of he has a lot of good work under him plus I got him a, a job on a film too
2: what? yeah
1: yeah, like he's one of the editors to help them edit the music thing
2: mm-hmm. and you,
1: you saw the uh the the promo that we did on Brown. Mm-hmm. So, what I did with that, if you remember, the first part style started, started slow and kind of like eerie, right? That's my style from Deadly's Catch. Then I married his style where it was fast 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 at the end where it just exploded okay. All these, these great I images i saw
0: that yeah i was like it's right. a cool transition yeah
1: right yeah so this, i was showing the 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 styles of old school me That's and cool. his style in that promo mm-hmm. and yeah it, it a lot of people did like it but i'm just saying you know i'm such a huge advocate of just you know uh what do you call it mentoring Mentoring the younger generation. I always say, okay, here's my clubhouse uh, speech, right? I have it right Oh yeah, <laughs> it right right here. Here. Right here, right? I go, okay, so uh, just whenever I'm in those rooms, right? Yeah. I'll go, hello, my name is Ben Bulatow and I'm an Emmy nominated TV editor based in Los Angeles. I'm currently working on a docu-series called Deadliest Catch about crab fishing. Uh, and then what I do is like I say, I have no ask. I'm here to offer my help to any aspiring editor Mm-hmm. that's trying to break into the industry through free advice like say I'll do a zoom on the weekend like an hour of zoom
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I'm I'll say I'm a huge advocate of getting more BIPOC representation behind the scenes but that being said I'll help anyone like I'll help anyone white mm-hmm. black anyone and uh, about editing my name is Ben and I'm done speaking right so that's I offer right. offers and I swear I've met so many great these young people who are coming up now who are reaching out to me
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when they tell me about what they want, I'm like, oh my God, you're light years ahead of me when I was your age. You mm-hmm. you have a plan, you you have the right attitude, you're reaching out, you know, do all these things and I'll help you in however I can, like like getting you like connections or or getting you a job or something, you know? And I, I was able to help a lot uh, this past year. And what makes me sad, and I look back at it, is that I've been in industry for over 20 years and I never thought to help anyone. You know what I mean? It's like, why did I not do that? I just I just didn't think. And now, I just didn't think that my words were gonna have an impact. And then the fact that it did, especially with this kid, uh, Justin Ferrer, uh, now I'm like, sheesh, I'll help anyone. Like I'll, every weekend, I'll, 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 I always, I'm starting to go back into the clubhouse rooms because I haven't been in a while. I've been busy, but I will make my offers again because I do want to help out. You that's know.
0: really cool. Have you have you have heard of the whole thing with uh with Doge? Um the 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 saying the acronym is like do only good every day. Have you heard of that or no? Oh, no, I didn't. That's an acronym. <laughs> there's a whole Twitter community of like that. There's like good there's actually really a lot of representation of that community. So but the thing is like do only good every day and it's like you I know it's cheesy, but like you quote unquote like exemplify that and that's really good. Well, why let me ask you this. Why do you um why do you help people out like in your free time because um again that's something i i plan to do in the future as well but like right now i'm kind of, I like, taking care of myself but obviously you got it to the point where you yeah. t- can take care of yourself yeah. and others but like w- i guess when was that transition and like do you feel good for it or why do you still like do it like mm-hmm. at this point like out of like curiosity on my end i i
1: do uh, it it's it's something and i don't expect anything back from any of these people that's dope. nothing that's so <laughs> because, awesome. you know what, what it is it's like yeah you just want to see them succeed uh, he was actually even interviewed by this LA Magazine, and he told me to read it because I didn't read it. And when I read it, he had a whole like paragraph on me, and I just oh, started bawling. Nice. I started bawling. Yeah, because I didn't.
0: sweet, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, then, and the thing is, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it, it's just so important. And I just didn't realize, when I came up uh, in editing, I had no one to really look up to like mm-hmm. people of color right everyone was white like, in the places that i want to be mm-hmm. and so i think it didn't drive i guess i was driven but i think could you imagine if you see someone that looks like you succeeding right mm-hmm. and you're like i want to be like him i feel like i can be like him because we're both like latino right or we're this or that uh and that's how i feel it's like I honestly can't believe i never tried to help uh, throughout the years I've been there.
2: Mm.
1: And I talked to a lot of fellow, fellow Filipino editors now who have who I've discovered through Clubhouse, yeah. they said the same thing. We've all been in an industry, but we were all in our own lane and we were just looking down. Mm. We never looked up. And now there's, just, there's this surge of uh, Filipino pride in the community where we're all trying to help each other. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's like, my thing is I just feel good helping people. Oh, here's an example. Uh, I, I should. Sh- I, I wanted to read it to you actually. Yeah. It was on Instagram and it was yesterday. It was a producer that, uh, uh, an aspiring producer that I helped early on about the same time that you reached out to me on uh-huh. Instagram, right? Uh-huh. And she posted this and I'm going to look it up. Her name is Patricia. Uh, she posted this yesterday, which blew it blew my mind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh it was this picture it was this picture right here mm-hmm. her on the red carpet, right? And she had reached out to me I want to say over about a oh, year ago.
0: she she tagged you in the comment section, right? I think I saw and, her. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. you answered her, right? Oh my god. And honestly it was maybe we had a couple of meetings mm-hmm. and
1: I didn't know how to help her because she's a she was an aspiring producer, but I so I tried to change it up by going, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to Think positive. Mm-hmm. We're gonna manifest it. You're gonna be hugely successful because, for one, I could tell she was driven.
2: Mm-hmm. She had the
1: right attitude, and she's talented. Mm-hmm. She came from the finance world, I think, and she had a good job. And then she's like, "This is boring. I need something that's mm-hmm. gonna make you feel like fulfilled." Mm-hmm. And she pursued filmmaking. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she, uh, I, I, and then she definitely said something where uh, she said uh oh my gosh i wish i could read this mm. but here i'm gonna uh take a picture of it oh yeah see yeah. how my eye, my eye is just i can't my eye doesn't focus it's, oh it's so no weird.
0: yeah you're completely fine don't, so, don't worry
1: <laughs> yeah she said this patricia uh tagged me in her post and she said fun fact your mentorship advice and encouragement has high key been life-changing and then she had the uh, uh uh, high five hands and 100%. Yeah. Oh, she said, crazy how life works, eh. Uh, at Grateful. Next stop LA to get you a drink, sir. I swear, I honestly didn't think I was helping her too much because I was like, God, I don't know how to tell, help you with editing, but I'll help you with thinking positive or doing something. Mm. But that just goes to show you anything helps, any little advice that you have. Oh, and here's the thing too. When uh, she called me when I said, okay, let's do the Zoom. And then we were on Zoom. She was talking so fast in the beginning, like like so fast that she wouldn't let me get in. I'm like, yeah. I'm, like I'm like, Patricia, uh, uh, it's okay. And then she's yeah. like, oh no, you know what though? I know your time, your, your, your time is precious. And that, you know, every time I talk to these people who are trying to give me advice, they only give me five minutes.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: And I said, no, no, no. I go, I'm here as long as you want me. And she's yeah. like, what? And then she like was shocked and then she slowed down and then that's when we got to the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. giving advice and just hearing her out, hearing her story. It always made me sad. I'm like, how are people could be that mean to say, Oh okay, yeah, you got five minutes, shoot. And then how much can you get in five minutes done? And how sincere can you get too? Cause I like to get to know the people. I, I like think, to. I think
0: I know what it is. I think a lot of people like the portrayal that they're a good person for social medias front but and they will help out but it'll be the bare 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 minimum and like it's right. like i feel good i did this pat myself yeah. on the back, you know whereas <laughs> you go and you do it like it doesn't matter how long it takes you'll you'll do it without recognition you'll do like the shadow work that they won't do that they claim that they do so i think that's mad props to you and that doesn't show uh, like who you like- as a person no, I, I I hear
1: you. Like, I, what I like to do is I like posting. I'll take pictures. Like, I took a picture of us talking right now because we're excited, right? Oh yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna post it. Like, but what I like to do is I like to post so I can show my fellow whoever else is like an editor or who who else is successful. Mm. And I always like, well, I'll, I'll hashtag mentorship or what. I want more people to mentor these people. Mm. Like, what what's so hard about taking an hour of your time on weekends to even just give advice? They all they want is like direction, right? Yeah. Uh, or suddenly like, or I might have, know somebody that that can help them, you know, mm-hmm. you just never know unless you reach out. that's why I keep telling these young generation, reach out, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt, you know, I can, but you have to be serious though, because then you can weed out the ones you can tell that they're not serious. And you're like, don't waste my time. Oh you, know, my God. That-
0: you know what's really funny that you just reminded me of right now. So yeah. I guess I did try to do my own thing similar to that. And I got oh. shot down a bit. So oh. I, I guess when I was learning about the stock market, I was willing to help out anybody. Right. Like, like, I'm like, I want to help you out. I'm like, you don't want, you know how much potential there is? If you can get like 0.00001, you can be over tens of millions of, well, like, you know how like crazy the opportunity is. Right. And like, I would tell people, and like, like I, as much as I tried forcing it down people's throats, like, like in a good way, like, I'm like, don't you see this opportunity? Right. Uh. A lot of people like they didn't they didn't have the motivation or the drive i'm like what is this and that's the thing i like about clubhouse those people are driven because they want it so you're you're also like evading the people like that don't want it right i'm um, like because i like literally i, I kept track right because I'm, I'm analytical by nature sometimes but like um i tried helping out 20 people Literally only two people stayed, and I was like, "What the fuck is that? Five percent? I'm like, that's it. people don't have a drive. I was like, and and those two people, like I like diverted like a lot of time to them, right? But like everyone else, like they they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, what do you mean that's cool? Like you're happy to just live with the bare minimum? I'm like, fuck no. Ah. I'm like, I don't. I want to be comfortable. You know, I want to like make this life worth living. I don't. I don't get that. You know, but exactly. that's the cool thing about the people that you meet. Like they have that drive. They have that will to learn. But so many people don't, man.
1: I know, I know, and I
0: but you know what though? it's those two that make it worth it though. like yes. you're you
1: know what I mean? Yeah it's like, you know like fuck everyone else then if they don't want to like take advantage of like your great advice and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's not like they have to totally take it. but if you were there for a reason, why are you not pushing? you know like mm-hmm. you are not that driven, really? Yeah. you know uh, but then you know, it's good. it's what's good about clubhouse is like it's good at weeding out people right? Mm -hmm. You can totally just weed out the ones and you can tell, again, who shows up. And then when they're talking, you can tell how sincere they are, Mm -hmm. they're driven, and they they really want you to help them. You can just tell, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, And so, no, I, I, again, there's, there's a lot of good about Clubhouse, I have to admit, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it just sucks that, we're not sucks because we all have lives i, I got real busy and I, I haven't
0: been in clubhouse that much lately i haven't either unfortunately yeah. like, I, I really like the outfit like a lot i i met so many cool people off there i know me too and then like i said i'm glad you reached
1: out it's so interesting when you reached out just recently i'm like what you know i was like whoa it's like hearing a ghost from the past you know <laughs> yeah
0: i know well because like i said it's like i don't like like forcing things right like i'm not gonna like i i will like come back but i won't like hound right like because i wanted to like be natural and everything because i don't think i realized that like if I, I i've like grinded to get certain people on right but i'm um, like they have like a distaste they don't want to be on and that doesn't even make a good experience for anybody right and i'm like well, th- i don't want that you know so, no, no. so that's why i'm like well if you want to come on like go come on but like and then again i'm not like i'm i'm like happy like because either way i'm like if it's not this one it's the next one right like that but i, I use that for anything in life It's was like don't linger on one thing don't be better because a lot of people will take it the other way And i think and that's what i'm doing yeah. for sales and like i i'm i'm like just keep moving you know just don't, don't linger on something
1: that's really good advice, by the way. You know, people should hear that. Like, the younger generation should hear that because they get hung up on every little setback, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, they'll, it'll just take them down the wrong path. Then they're just going to be, they're not going to move forward. But then their attitude of like, yeah, you know what? Whatever. If you're not the one, then I'm just moving on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And that's how that's how I have to think a lot too because I, I have a tendency to be a bit sensitive and take things personally. And I, I'm trying to be a bit more... I'll say cold, because cold is not the right word. What would the word I be? I think um, rational,
0: oh, level-headed, level-headed.
1: Yeah, level-headed. Like oh. you don't you don't let shit like rock you too much. You know, mm. you try to have to make it roll off your back as much as possible, mm. uh, and then stay in the positive frequency is what mm. it is. Because once you think positive i swear ever since i started listening to the secret like years ago that's when everything's turned around that's when i started getting emmy nominations and really good money opportunities it's just because i used to think negative negatively all the time and i used to think that was better because i thought okay if you think negatively then whatever's going to happen is going to turn out better than what you thought no it's just you think negatively you're just going to keep going down that hole
2: yeah
1: and then once i started to adopt you know, more positive thinking and and try not to ever put words out saying like I'm gonna fail or I'm not yeah. gonna make any money. No, no. You just put it out, it's like, yeah, you know, uh thank you, universe, for, you know, uh guiding me the right way to where I'm gonna make so much money, I'm gonna help I'm gonna be able to help others. I could I always want that. I always want to help others with the money. If you get, get in that place of uh that position where you have so much money where you can help the homeless or you can help that's great. Uh, that's uh, where right? I want to be at exactly. because. Yeah. Why is it just all for yourself? Because then it doesn't mean much. And that's when you see those unhappy rich people, right? That's
0: what what I was referring to, like, where that healthy balance. Because it sounds like that's where you're at. But, like, let's say, like, Jeff Bezos, right? Like, he has so much money. How happy do you really think he is? I mean, he might, like, like, like gloat and, like, be an asshole with, like, a yacht or whatever. And he might be happy short-term. But, like, do you have, like true fulfillment I don't really and he, his life is what like 80 hours a week 90 hours a week on Amazon like I don't want that like no, I, I'm, I'm yeah. willing to work hard like as long as it takes for something but I like ultimately like I want that to be like at a nice healthy level balance right totally yeah. no, you, you have to
1: figure it out no, your next step is just trying Try. to figure I
0: think I'm still lost I think I'm still trying <laughs> I think, I have, like, I, think I have blueprint. like the uh, the blueprint right the basics yeah but I think I really really gotta like find. yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah Oh no, totally. I, I'm not worried about you. I was kinda excited because I feel like you're the type of person like once you figure out what you want, you're yeah. gonna go for it. Kind of like stocks, right? You dove into it, you studied it. Yeah. You know, so I think whatever you're gonna go into next, <laughs> whatever it is. Or it could be the stocks things. Can you imagine if you just make so much money in stocks and you become just a mobile in stocks and That'd shit? Be
0: insane. But the one thing I realized too, um I you you reach a cap like i mean there's only so much you can do right like the executions and everything like and the trades and the research that's all done like in the morning by like 5 6 am and you're done wow. trading by, and you're done trading by like 7 7 30. and like wow. that's, it's a nice refreshing feeling but it's like like I, I hate saying this because like it sounds like a little like ungrateful but it's like well, like now what you know like I'm not happy like I'm like I didn't do but like now what like I should ha- I need another passion I need another business something right and I think that's the gap that I'm trying to fill but also like I also understand that like with same thing with stocks right like you can't do anything without risk and I think the risk of something else like offsetting everything and like that that it's the there's a saying it's called um, paralysis by analysis and I think that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, really yeah a little a little what, bit truthful yeah what, what i wish that, i okay, wasn't what, but sometimes <laughs> but but like you were saying though like i do know that myself very well when i go into something i go I, i'm either all in or i'm all out and, I, and I, i'm not quick to give out because if not i would have given up on the stock thing because that that shit was like, <laughs> defeating for so long until i got the knack of it but it's like yeah like I, but i'll i'll go like full blown into something so like kind of where i'm at right now right like i i went full like deep dive into that just so that way it could be easy to do like to make a few hundred bucks here and there right like and then it's like it's nice it's a it's a a bonus almost and and then i have all this free time and that's what i wanted but i'm also like there's too much free time now and i'm like it's a blessing but it's like fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's cool i like that though because do you ever get scared like yeah, because you don't want to be totally complacent, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yes,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: I think that's where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think just yes, yeah, yeah. and then I think that's the thing. And you're again, you're young, and then who knows where you, where your uh, career or everything's gonna take you, like yeah. within the next twenty years. It's gonna be crazy when you think about it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And you and then,
1: yeah, because you have a good, real great base now, you know. Oh, so yeah. imagine you in twenty years, oh, you know. I don't know. That's, I think it's pretty amazing.
0: I think it's amazing too um well i want to say two things really quick as well uh one's a little off topic and then i'll get back on the topic uh just so that way i don't forget because i know myself uh, for cryptos um this isn't advice or anything but from what i've heard from people um ethereum and cardano those are two things that are like reliable ones like obviously i'm sure there's going to be some shit coins that are going to go up like a few thousand percent but i'm like trying to like be like give you good rewards but like not crazy risk either but for you and for, like, everyone else listening, right? Um, again, I could pump some shit coin that's, like, fucking eight zeros in a cent at the end. But I'm yeah. like, what's the odds of that? Like, what are that? You know, like, but, like, those are generally safe bets, generally speaking. Um, and I say that from um, people from, like, Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan say that uh, Ether- at least Ethereum in particular will... Uh, Will overtake Bitcoin as like the number one? I gotta figure that out because I came in late
1: on Ethereum. I think it was like about two thousand or how much is now it now? There's still
0: like fifty, seventy percent or something like that. I think. <laughs> it's on my head. I'll check right yeah. now. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> okay, check it because I do have some Ethereum 100%. but not much. It's at thirty five hundred. So you're 3, like still fifty, sixty percent, something like that. Seven or even seventy percent. I- I'm my my off, but it's somewhere in there. Yeah. you know what? I you're. I
1: keep hearing about Ethereum, and I did get some, but not much, because I was concentrating more on Doge, and that's where um, I'm
0: still at personally. Like, like that's that's. I I take more risks, and I assume that, but that's where I would put my money if you guys want to take it for what it is. But yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, but
0: you're right
1: about Ethereum, though. Like, what happens if it does get to the fifty-five thousand? Like, Mm. like like bitcoin right yeah. uh whatever it is right now imagine you know so it, it is something worth looking into and at least you know again what i need to start doing is like what i was doing before when i suddenly got to stocks was i would put like two hundred dollars down here or two hundred dollars down That's there the way to do it kind of like just you know not just put big chunks of like ten thousand yeah. here just like you know uh, well, a so thing
0: yeah. called dollar uh, dollar cost averaging too because it's like if you put everything all on in one go right uh, you never, you're never gonna time the market. You're never gonna get the right price, right? Right. A- and then on top of that, your emotional state when you're in that position, you're, gonna, you're always gonna be like obsessing over if you put it all in like a huge amount in one go, right? Because that, right. that, that, that is what it is, and like you're stuck at this price. But if your dollar cost averaging, you kind of don't care. You lose emotional attachment to that money and you keep going up and down the waves and you're not like freaking out like, oh, I could have gone in this price. Like like me wishing I added more, right? Like if you continually add, there's much less stress on you emotionally. And that's a huge thing that I'm big on now too. I don't want to take on trades that will – like because – there's been I've had crazy swings like before wow. and now I'm like I don't even want that anymore. I was like, hey, it's just, <laughs> Is it like, stressful? Is that stressful? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's been mornings where like I like I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to eat. Right. Like like on the bad days. Right. I don't want like, right. yeah, to look at it. Then yeah, she read, but, You know. Yeah. And then and then there are days where like I'm on top of the world. I'm like I don't like I don't <laughs> like both ends of the spectrum. I'm like that brings right. out like the emotional side of. A view, right? And the, the thing with, right. with um, New York and Wall Street, they understand that very well. So they take advantage of those emotional traders, and that's how they become Uh-oh. profitable. They manipulate our human uh, characteristics into their own benefit, and that's extremely smart, but evil, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah you yeah. have to be aware of that. And if you can take the emotion out of it, that's when you can truly become a profitable trader. In short.
1: I I, I feel that. I feel it because I feel good about it. Like, people are like, Are you sure you put all that money in? Because they'll see how much I put in. Mm -hmm. I go, Yeah, but this is over time. It wasn't, I didn't put like $5,000, like one pop. It's like Mm -hmm. I was doing 200 here, 200 there, and it just started to build. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, I totally get that. I totally get the whole, like, just take the emotion out because I'm a very emotional person. And Mm -hmm. I was always stressing out about that. I would have an ulcer, right? Like I would have panic attacks, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't want that. I like what you're saying. I, I'm going to do the whole, where like even after we get off the phone today, I'm going to put like maybe a hundred or 200 on something just because, you know, we yeah, just, I just, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, I'm not going to prob- miss it.
0: I think I'm probably going to add some in the Shiba Ino personally. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I do have like, I have like the hundred or 200 bucks, but like my core position in crypto land is Doge. but I don't know. I, I, I just, cause, uh, I don't know, like during fourth quarter, right? Like I was mentioning earlier, even the shit coins generally skyrocket as well. I, I call them shit coins just cause like they're not even a penny, and right? I, I and it call anyway, I... like, like not even to be, just be demeaning, just because like the val- validity, validity of the the crypto in itself and like the demand, right? The demand's not that yeah. high. That that's it's just like a it's like a trader thing. Uh, sorry, yeah, so yeah. Listening and everything. Fair. I don't mean it in, like in a bad way, but and I also and I guess the risk too is another reason why I call it that, but. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I mean it's just um I mean like a few hundred bucks wouldn't kill you like anyone, right? Like, no like, who cares? You would have spent it going out, you would have spent it like whatever. It's like why not potentially risk it for your future, right? Who cares? You, oh my see, God, it's yeah. either nothing or potentially something, and even best case, everything, right? Like, hey, can you imagine if like you go back and like it suddenly like hits and you're like, God, I wish I would have put in mm.
1: 200, 300 I, I right now I think for ship I have about I wanna say five hundred or a thousand. I forgot which one I did. But yeah, that and Telco, we I we uh it was a great learning experience because I had no clue that you had to buy those with different currencies. You know, you had, yeah, like-, you convert- had to get, like Ethereum oh my, and convert it. Uh,
0: yeah. I think through Coinbase yes, exactly. you can just buy it directly now. Um you oh. know. Oh. I believe yes, I double well, check I- that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can now. Um Coinbase. Oh, my God, you're, you're
1: you're getting me excited again. I, I got to start looking again. Yeah. But what yeah. I do, though, honestly, is I leave it alone. Because That's I smart. keep When Yeah. And what happens is, like, I think if I keep looking, then I'll stress. But if I, someone, when I'm waiting for, okay, so here's what I'm going to try to manifest. I'm going to manifest my friend, Drea because she went, to, she did the same thing, too, uh, <laughs> with me, with Shib and Telcoin. I'm, I'm waiting for her to give me that call.
0: Okay. Oh, my God, Ben, it went up.
1: You know, I'm waiting. I'm just
2: waiting for that call. Yeah. You know, so you I'm going to leave it
0: alone. Probably in a month, you'll be be—you'll probably get that call. A month or two months, yeah. Because there's a whole thing, too. The reason why it goes up in fourth quarter is because it's, uh, again, remember, it's a play on human emotions, right? So generally, the rule of thumb is, obviously, aside from all the underlying factors, let's say like we're speaking surface level, is because you're building up to um, people putting money in, right? That's usually the bigger players that are putting money in right now that are increasing an in inflow on the supply, and then that's creating more demand and the raise in price and whatnot, right? Right. And, and the crazy the surges are, um, the happy everyone gets, and the happy everyone gets, the happy everyone talks about it, and that builds up to Christmas, right? You're seeing everyone, and they play on that, right? And then yeah, that, yeah. that lures in the other people that weren't even in those cryptocurrencies to begin with, and then there's usually a dump, and that's because they're selling on those people that are buying late in the game. That's usually, like, that's oh. the game of, that's, that's the name of the game. It's a dirty game. That's, that's what it does. That's what generally happens, statistically speaking. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I actually yeah, got. actually...
0: that's uh, fucking, like, crazy uh, psychology shit. <laughs> but I mean, it was...
1: Right? Isn't it crazy? Because I, I actually... The first time Dogecoin went up like that, yeah. I actually dumped some... Like, I, I actually uh, sold... I uh, got some cash back. Uh-huh. And honestly, I was like, wow, I actually made money. money off yeah. of something I barely put anything into. Like, yeah. good Dude. i didn't take a lot out but i took a good chunk like where i was like whoa this is crazy like mm. I, I honestly can't wait till it like you yeah know,
0: I, I think i don't i don't i i don't know i think like a realistic target well not, not i'm not i take that back not realistic target but like ideal spot where i'd probably want to sell out personally would probably be like anywhere from like uh like two to four dollars somewhere in there it could right. even go higher fucking, for all i know i just know like that's where I'm like, I, I'm going to lock it in. You know, like I don't need everything. Like, again, I'm minimalist. I'm not going to buy a Lambo. I'm probably going to keep the same car. I'll probably just upgrade my gym membership, if anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Buy yeah, more yeah. protein. But like that's it. And then, and then I'm also not naive. I'm also aware I'm like 40% of that is going to go to the fucking IRS. I'm like, Ugh. Uh, Oh, I know. I know. That's yeah. true. How-
1: I mean, I have, to, I have to ask you all advice about yeah. that because I did take some money out last year—not too much, but enough to where I need to figure out how to do the tax. Thing. I'll ask you that later. Yeah. But but other than that, yeah, I I, I have a good feeling though. I mean, it, yeah. it's inevitable. And then people are gonna, I have a lot of friends who are like, they act like they're curious about it,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: then when it comes to pulling the trigger, they don't. And yeah. then that's when, the bigger version uh, of people. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? When it goes up, then they're like, then they'll come up to me like, oh, I wish I could have. I'm like,
0: I told you. And then it goes up more, and then they'll buy in, and they're the ones that get dumped on, and the price goes down, and like, why did I do this? And I'm like, well, again, they're playing on your emotions. You come in late at the game. That's where I have to do it when no one's looking, and then you right. make the profits, right? That, that right. That's, that's all what it is. You have to get into something when no when no eyes are on it, and then when all the eyes are on it, then you proceed to start letting go of your position. That's right, right, right. The strategy in most cases. Yeah. But and then the other thing that I wanted to mention, I guess going back to the original topic as well, which I thought was really funny that you were telling me about uh about the person that was like, um what was it? I'm drawing like a little blank, sorry. That's the one thing about okay. the podcast. I show all my flaws, I'm just like I'm here you were this whole time. I know I know for that. the most part, I was like shit, I I caught caught slipping right now. Uh, but we were talking about, um, oh yeah, no, it was actually about you. It was um, when you when like, they said like, that you were average, right? And yeah. um, I guess I wanted to go back to it. And it's, it's very funny because a lot of the people that I got in on the podcast before, there's a similarity. A lot of people that go the traditional route are bound by the traditional rules of the game. And the right. people that don't go into that game are usually the outliers and find their own past. And, and when you can find your own past, that's when the real opportunities arise. And that's how you get determined from the, the crop of the cream, right? You get picked yes. that and then they don't because they're molded into something you're not. I think that's really cool. That was a cool observation I made earlier. And that's yeah, actually, like I almost that. everything. Yeah. I know, I love that. I love that because it's true. Like.
1: Uh, when we forge our own path like for us to even go on clubhouse because again most of my friends aren't on clubhouse Mm. they they don't have the like a lot of just don't think it's going to benefit them but and then they're looking at me and all my posts i'm like the only way i'm going to get this far is when i do something like what you said like you have to have some risk you have Mm. to also put yourself out there and meet as many good people as you can Mm especially smarter people than you that can help you with whatever you, like say with you with stocks, yeah. Sheesh, I'm going to start asking you about that. Oh, no, you're
0: fine. I'll be in stock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, you have to put yourself out there. You have to do the risk. It's, it's, it's like the it's stocks thing. Like what, how are you going to get ahead if you don't, to be a little risky, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel with this. Now with all the opportunity that's happening with me right now, which mm-hmm. I didn't have last year, even though I was Emmy nominated how many times, right? Five by last year, mm-hmm. I never had this much opportunity <laughs> until I threw myself out there and met so many like good people in the industry, like you. I, I consider you in the industry, but it's just good to just keep meeting these people because you never know who's that person that's going to take you to the next level. That's and I'm so- waiting. Awake- and I always think that about my boss, Darla. Yeah. If I didn't go to the Christmas party, would I even be here? No.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy right. how life works, like you were mentioned earlier. That's crazy. Right? If yeah. I didn't take that interview, if I didn't take that interview, yeah.
1: right? what if I did because I'm like infomercial, but back then I was excited to get in any part of the industry. I'm that person, like a lot of younger kids now want to be at the top right away because they see how people have been succeeding now. But no, I enjoy- yes but I'm, i like just learning from
0: the bottom up me and, too and that's what i think it's because uh, i think it's the <laughs> instant gratification thing that a lot of people have and that's one thing that like i've been like focusing like on like delay and i'm like does it matter i'm like if you get that instant gratification like well, then they also a big thing is like what kind of human do you become at the end of that right exactly yeah. you're right and, and, and it's that thing that you said now what
1: right mm-hmm. okay you got the freaking you don't even have the fulfillment it's <laughs> a short term yeah. <laughs> it's all short term right and it doesn't feel good either because you don't know the ups and downs, like if it's mm-hmm. just straight up, you're like, and then you get it. And then, then where, where'd you go from there? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I do like that idea of learning from the bottom up, learning from mistakes and, um, just enjoying the process. Cause a lot of, uh, younger people sometimes don't enjoy the process. Cause they have their eye on the prize of like, Oh, I want to be here already. It's like, mm-hmm. no, enjoy learning about these yeah. uh, things along the way, you know? And that's what I did. And, uh, Right, and also too, and you'll figure, you'll you'll look, you'll you'll say this. but Remember this conversation? You're gonna look at your maybe when I'm like seventy, right, and then you're <laughs> you're like forties like, uh, or something. Oh man, you're gonna, you're gonna Hope tell it me. it takes
0: me out then. <laughs> <laughs> <When> I'm forty. <laughs> I'm like, god damn it.
1: No, you're gonna turn to me and you're gonna go, oh my god, where did the time go? Because the time, I still remember being that twenty-five year old and being excited and not knowing which way I was going to go. I was just kind of riding the wave Mm -hmm. and that's what you're doing right now. But watch, I bet you when you're, when you turn 40, you're going to be like,
0: shit, how did the time
1: go by so fast? Yeah, And then there's
0: there's two, there's two things that I want to bring up too, which is really funny. Um, uh, One thing that I I got an advice from somebody on the podcast was like, um, I, I still, I just, I still feel like, uh, like a teenager or a kid in just a grown-up's body. That was really cool. That was interesting. I love that too. And I love, like if you don't lose that you know cuz then Cause that's a big you, thing i never yeah. want to lose that i want to... i'd never no i don't want to do that cuz then it's like you you become so cold and so bitter than like what's the point of life at that point you know exactly exactly life is not
1: enjoyable after that mm-hmm. you know and it's a struggle too cuz sometimes you know sometimes you get knocked down where you start to not feel that way you start to lose that little kid in you uh i i struggle with that a lot but i but lately especially again i could just it's just one after the other. These, these things keep falling into my lap. And again, your interview fell into my lap. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this is awesome. I, I was like writing to everyone. I go, hey, I'm going to be in a podcast soon. And they're like, what? Yeah, You know, like uh, stuff like that because no one ever asked me before. And mm-hmm. I take, I anytime someone like, like you will ask me, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. That, that i'm grateful for that i'm grateful that you actually either consider me but it's just like when is this thing going to end too you never, you know it's just you just you never, never
0: know, know. it's it's crazy the roller coaster of life brings you on there's also another saying that i wanted to bring up too there was a yeah. uh, that somebody else told me as well was um uh, what was it it was like it was like a few months ago but they said that um the climb to the mountain is more enjoyable than reaching the peak right yeah it's true and when you think about it, too, because every time I do get to the top... See, all this I, close to is I, I, why I feel like I'm an old fucking person. <laughs> I mean, right? like, I'm, a, I'm an old person and a young person. Fuck <laughs> you. Yes. I think like, I'm the but, opposite. I like
1: that, though. I like that fact that you have that in you, you know? what I mean? It's like yeah. you're you're grounded, you know? You're not, like, going nuts or crazy and and unsure, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a plan. I mean, you, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like that. I wish I was that composed at your age. I wasn't. I was more just crazy party or I, I think I
0: had a little bit of that for like a year or two and then like it died off real fast and I, I'm glad it didn't like last because I know a lot of people that like are still like that oh right God. like I'm about to be like 27 in December and like a lot of people that like I know are like like they're not like healthy like like no like, I I, they don't look recognizable i'm like fuck i'm like because i still want to take care of myself right like i'll drink and i'll enjoy life like because i also don't want to cut it off i don't want to be a tight ass either but i'm like, <laughs> <I actually laughs> not going to go off the fucking rails either and i did do that for a little bit oh my god but when i started fucking covid or when covid started i was like 260 pounds i lost like fucking 80 pounds wait yeah. really yeah Cause i didn't was, know that because I, I lost well because uh um because i had gained so much like boost fat because <laughs> i didn't give a shit yeah and like <laughs> yeah like i was like okay i can't have this anymore now i'm trying to build like i'm trying to get a little bit more weight because i'm trying to build size but like during the whole thing i lost like a shit ton of weight because i was like it's not good and yeah this is the st- <laughs> that was the second time i had to do it the first time i had to do that was when i was um 14 and i and i weighed more than i do when i was 14 um than i do right now i was like 250 i wow. went down to like 160 yeah you went down to 160 yeah when i was in yeah that's what i had to do that twice i had because my metabolism has never been the fastest but i'm like no excuses let's go
1: <laughs> oh no You're i think just, i obsessed with the gym too on top of that well that's what i see about you it's like you when you set your mind to something you do it yeah right and then so no, that's awesome. Sheesh. I mean, you're almost my height, my weight, you know, because I'm, I think I'm 154, mm-hmm. but I was 170 for a while. You know, yeah,
0: I now I'm, I'm 200, but I'm like, I'm, I'm 5'11". So I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. That thing. That's perfect actually, because
1: mm-hmm. 5'11", come on, you're way taller than me. I'm like five, six, you know? So it's <laughs> like, yeah, you, I think you got the perfect weight. I'm it's, very
0: but, glad I wasn't like the typical, like short Mexican. <laughs> I don't know where I had that gross for, because my mom, my dad, my uncles, they're all, like, five, three, five four. <laughs> I'm, like, like I, it's a whole traditional, like, Mexican thing. I'm, like, thank God. Maybe the milk in the U.S. I don't... Because, yeah, they're all from Mexico. Like, none of them are from here. I'm the first generation here. Thank wow. God for them. Thank God for that. I think that's another thing, like, that keeps me, like, driven a little bit, you know?
1: Oh, wow, that is so cool. What are,
0: you, what are your parents doing now? Are they... Uh, so my mom sells online. Um she she sells like shoes and whatnot, like on eBay, Amazon and stuff. Cause and I think like they're parents. my
1: generation. Your parents are my generation,
2: I think, is what it is. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. My mom's like I think she's about to be fifty next year. Um and then they're they're separated, but so she does that with her uh fiance or husband, whatever they are, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> and then my dad, he's like super humble. He works like at a factory and then he works at the have you ever been to Santa Fe spring Swami? Where? Uh, the Santa, Santa Fe ha- Swing Swami. I think I have actually. I'm not sure though.
1: If it was it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago when okay. I
0: went Well, um it's like there's like a huge billboard. It's like it's like two books to get in and whatnot, and they have like a bunch of like small things. It's like unique, right? Um but yeah, so he works over there like on the weekends as well. I think he's there right now actually. So oh, wow. it's like a, it's a yeah. it's an outdoor swami pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, well, your you said your mom was an actor, right? Was she for a actor? little bit? She did like a lot of like background work and whatnot, especially when I yeah. was younger. But for right now, she's just like working at home. I don't think she's gonna go back into that. I think she's trying to become like a thing, like a loan officer, something in mortgage. I forget.
1: Um, right. she's still she's still going. You know, what I mean, it's like a lot of times, especially people my age are already thinking about retiring. You know, and yeah. so and that's not me at all. I'm not, I feel like my career is suddenly. Growing and beginning I feel like I'm young again, you yeah. know, going off into these different directions. I'm doing the documentaries and the uh, scripted now. And so yeah. and I still have a chance to get back to Deadly's Catch and other shows too. Mm-hmm. I've been getting offers. I think I was offered just now a job for uh, Siesta Keys. It's on MTV. Okay. Uh, it's like The Hills and stuff like that. My friend is the showrunner for that. But I'm like, wow, I'm still getting these offers. Yeah. All these it's, it's great. You know, you I, I, I was
0: that life resume.
1: God, that resume is so long now. I had to like take some stuff off. That really? I, yeah, and again, it's crazy because I remember when I first started. So now, when I look at the resume, I'm like, God, I did all this. Mm. It, time goes by so fast. I'm telling you, you'll see. Watch when you once you hit your thirties, that's it. it just kind of like suddenly you'll be forty. You know? So it's uh, like that's you
0: know, crazy. You gotta, you I'm glad I'm glad I age like. Fine though, I don't know what it is. Maybe the vitamin D in the sun. <laughs> right, right. Cause I'm telling you, oh my god! Like I was going back to what I was saying earlier too. Like a lot of people that are like mine, they look like they're in their mid thirties now, and like cause of all the drinking, all the drug abuse, and all that, or whatever, or just bad genetics, whatever it may be. I'm like, that's another right. reason why I'm like that scares the shit out of me, and I'm gonna go to the gym today because of that. I'm like, I'm good, you oh know. My right? god
2: i got a story
1: uh, uh okay so like you know how editors are you know we're behind the scenes right yeah and so but there's definitely ageism in hollywood uh, uh especially for editors <laughs> yeah. even though you're like behind the scenes okay here's a prime example uh i uh a few years ago uh when i got my first nomination for the emmys i wound up going to uh, kinko's to get something uh copied or sent right it was just some business thing and i was standing in line and i'm looking ahead of me at the cashier mm. the cashier was the editor that hired me for the infomercial
0: oh shit! And
1: i stood there and i wanted to leave because i was like oh shit. for yeah. one we're friends on facebook so he's he sees my Emmy post. And all and stuff. the words,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, but it was too late. He saw me. I'm like, oh man. And so then I went up there, gave my my stuff, and I just said, Ed, what happened? Mm. And he said, Yeah, no one wants to hire me because I look like a grandpa. I'm old, you know. What?
2: Yeah, even though
1: he has the skills, even like he said he was being interviewed for this one show, they said something that was you can't ask. They said do you think you're hip enough to work on our show holy and, shit! Ed, ed just said hey you can't say that and then they said okay interview done they, sh- they, they just stopped it yeah and so even like the editor of the goonies i think it was goonies uh uh i because i'm in ace uh uh american cinema editors so that's why i get to add the ace hmm. after my name uh they uh she came up to me she said take your birthday off, off of imdb you know, it's that site where it shows all the shows that you've been part of, mm-hmm. also has your birthday. She said, take it off, because they're going to use that against you in the future. And oh, is that what like,
0: you're talking about, ageism? Like,
1: yeah, I'm telling oh. you, they, they they will use anything and everything. Like, if, if I give a hint that I'm, like, really the age that I am, I am mean, I've been saying it, but then when they see me walk into a room, they'll say, oh, no, he, he's not old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It definitely is. It's ageism, for sure, and that's yeah. why I definitely stay young thank god i have good genes for my parents but yeah. i also had to work at it too i i had to actually get the lotion for your face that you have night. to take
0: care of yourself yeah. yeah
1: so i i'm doing all that stuff and and i think it's working but uh and, you know even taking collagen pills you know i'm trying to do anything because i don't want to ever be Yoast where that happens to me yeah, where but you were 80. good
0: for your age for sure, like for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: and my dad, like, my dad has like um, he's 80 right now,
0: yeah, and you have a yeah. clean haircut too, <laughs> yeah, right. you got that clean haircut too, yeah, it's is like yours, it's like yours, and yeah. so, like, pressure. I'm being honest, I wanted to be that high, so
1: I it's hard for me. Oh, that. I
0: just got roasted because it was too high yesterday. I was like at a friend's <laughs> thing. and they're like, you should be Johnny Bravo for Halloween. I was like, Right, right. right. I was like dye your hair or, blonde. I was like, I'm gonna end it all right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Or gumby, or something like that. I know because they told Yeah, they people tell me that too. But I like showing it off because yeah. a lot of my friends. I mean, I'm not trying. A lot of uh, there are certain my okay. A lot of people in my age group they all don't have their hair anymore. It's like they're all pretty much bald and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I have all this hair because of my dad. My dad's in his 80s now, and he's still his hair is still black. Oh, really? Yeah, he has some white stir coming out now, but yeah. he's eight. But it's his thick. And I'm like, oh, shit, that, please let me get, I hope you have his jeans. Because they say, they say, it's usually from your mother's side. I go, well, if I had my mother's side, I think I'd be bald. So this is not bald. Definitely, you know? yeah. it, It's definitely not like receding or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, so yeah, yeah, uh, definitely all this stuff right here is definitely to uh, keep my job, too. You know, we definitely have to deal with uh ageism um because i never
0: expected that that's insane me too but it
1: happens it sucks it sucks yeah shouldn't happen
0: and we have more
1: skill than the younger people so i don't know why you would like ding us like in other companies right other professions they they praise you because you have like 20 years of experience Mm. and us they don't you know they're Mm. like oh are you hip enough are you young enough to cut our show that's fucking insane holy shit
0: oh i know you you
1: better think that about that too like what profession you want to go
0: into so you do
1: but you look young you're gonna look young until you're I old i think
0: so because my dad yeah. still looks like he's like 55 but he still looks like solid for like his age you know and then i'm only i'm only gonna take care of myself i know that i mean i've been doing it for like a minute and i'm like i'm not gonna break in the habit like i did before when i was drinking and everything again all also, right. i still don't mind drinking and all like i'm i'm all for it i just I, I don't want i just don't want to get like blacked out drunk like you know not like if it's maybe like new year's fine or something like a c- crazy birthday or a bash something like fuck yeah i'll do it but with your well, good friends right with your good friends dude, like i deal with the people i trust
1: right yes. like yeah oh you know me already and no, if I go, if I if I pass out, they're not going to judge. You know, it's like yeah. that. Because we all came up from the same thing. Yeah. I have a good group of friends, but yeah, I'm like you. I don't want to get blackout drunk. Also, too, because of uh, I my body can't recover as fast as before. I could recover really fast before. Mm. I'm still good. They they say I have a the a liver of gold because I'm <laughs> the type of that, they say I'm the type of person that can almost out drink everyone, yeah. and then when, the next morning I'm fine. Like. They're like, you're not hungover? I go, the only thing I am is dehydrated. but Yeah. That I what the hell? Yeah, I know. I don't know how long that's going to last. So I, 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 think I take... You're good. I, I
0: think you're think, solid.
1: I, I take milk thistle a lot. You know, that that, that herb that's uh, good for your uh, liver. So I think that... What, what do you, milk you think? Milk thistle. Okay. Yeah, look it up. Because uh, if you take that, I, I at least take it every night. Uh, I think it helps your liver.
0: What you know, helps, helps me, I because I'm already feeling the fact that I feel like... like like, though, like, I feel already hungover, like, after, like, five shots, right? I'm like, damn it, it's hitting me already. <laughs> so what I do um, to, like, kind of try to alleviate that is, uh, I'm a pussy. I, I, I do I don't know <laughs> anyone. But uh, have you, you tried Liquid IV? Oh. No. What is that? Um, it's like, just like a packet, but it's like it, it'll, like, hydrate the hell out of you. I'll take one before I drink. Well, aside from like a gallon of water, too, I'll do that. Um, That's I'm, smart. Yeah, by the way. I'll tell you, I'm, a, I'm a old man. I'm prepared. Everything. I do that. You have to deliver a goal. I don't think you have to. I, I do not have that. I have the rustiest liver, apparently. And, um, and then I'll do a, a liquid IV before I knock out as well. And usually that'll leave me pretty solid. Like overall. I think
1: I know what you're talking about because I get something different I think I, it's like in a little bottle mm-hmm. uh and it's like I get it I remember I saw it in Vegas first but I see it a lot in CBS mm. it's definitely something that you take before you drink so you don't get you don't get uh hung over right I, I sometimes I do that but now I purposely don't try to drink that much to get blackout drunk you know what I mean because <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I not
1: purpose anymore you know the purpose is just to have fun get get like a nice mm. buzz and just hang out you know yeah. i, I that
2: you know yeah I'm they
0: get sleepy just knock out it's like peace i'm clocking out for the night <laughs> have you have you had the um the actual like i said liquid IV, but just reminded me of uh, vegas have you had the um the actual um what is it called like the injections that like replenish like your hydration and all that they have a whole section i think in a certain um, hotel, I forget which hotel. I don't
1: know what it is. I did the one where I go to uh, my my GI doctor, but she does other things. I got the one where it's like an IV filled with like, and it looks like yellow. It's like a bunch of like vitamin C and all of these mm-hmm. different vitamins, and they put it in your IB, yeah. What it does is like, especially if you're hungover, it it replenishes you know, all the stuff that you lost and gives you energy. Yeah, They do that a lot. And I like it too, though. I like those ones. Uh, but it's it's not covered. You have to pay, I think it's $122 for one of those IV bags. Yeah, I think so. But I think that's the closest to what you're saying that mm-hmm. I got, which was an IV thing full of vitamins, electrolytes, and everything. Yeah. And I came Oh in my that.
0: God. And, uh, so I, I never heard about that till like recently, right? But I don't know what the hell compelled me, but this was like maybe like a few months of like, Uh, Like during COVID, probably around like December of last year or something like that. But like I went to like somewhere to get like a protein bar, like after like like my workout, and there was some lady that like was like doing. uh, She said she was gonna give me like I forget something right, and I was like sure whatever I'm like if it's free fuck it right right. And like I was like and she gave me a waiver. I was like well fuck am I signing a waiver. And then, and okay. then um, by the time I sat down, I, I look around, she's injecting a needle in me. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, during COVID
2: too? What <laughs> the fuck's going on? I know. That's- I got, but it was like
0: too late. Uh, but apparently she injected like vitamin B12 and all these kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt so fucking alive. I was like, I've never felt so alive. I I could be COVID. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. A little bit false, but yeah. Radiating of heat. Like I felt more lightly than I had in a while. I'm like, oh, this shit works. And I have a yeah. contact. I never went back to her again, but, like, she charges, like, it's, like, in Newport, she charged like, 60, 80 bucks, like, per injection or something like that. Hey,
1: that's actually, well, that's a good deal, because mine was, like, 120, I think. I'll I think she there. did it on
0: the side. That's what it was. I think that's <laughs> why, yeah. And I think she was like, I think she was hustling at that, like, um at that spot. Uh, that's a kind of, at least that's, like, a vibe I got, right? But I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it threw me the right? little off, yeah.
1: Those things, honestly, I think work. I think they're I good. Think so, too have once in a while you know you know nothing you know there's nothing bad with getting like nice like uh injection of like b12 because that's energy right you're And are
0: ingesting it, it but instead you're just in, they're getting it straight to the source basically Straight to it right. and it would you
1: did it happen immediately did you feel the like rush? in
0: five minutes like probably less than five minutes yeah oh. i i was like i don't want to make it a frequent thing but this is nice yeah <laughs> I, I think I don't, want feel, I don't want to feel like a hero now.
1: <laughs> you should. I know. I know. You should get a shot of me doing that. Yeah, but, yeah post it on Instagram. But but no, I want to. I want to see that. Let me know about that. I'm kind of curious.
2: Yeah, that,
0: it's in Newport. I think. Uh, where do you stay at?
1: I live in Rancho Palos Verdes, so okay. I'm right
0: by Long Beach, San Pedro area. Oh gosh, you okay? I used to go to San Pedro all the time. Oh yeah! Oh my God, when I was uh, when I was a kid, I'd always go to like that area. Actually, because like, you guys have nice views, like by the mountains and everything, right?
1: Right. Oh yeah, I got. I have a nice view here. This uh, this house is amazing. I could see um, like when it's nighttime, mm-hmm. I could see all the lights in downtown LA. Oh really?
0: That's so dope.
1: Yeah, and I could see almost the Hollywood sign. It's like a little white blip and stuff like that. Yeah. It's amazing. And I have partial ocean, but not really. It's like the harbor, like Long Beach. But, yeah, this house is amazing because it used to be owned by a baseball player. Uh, oh, New York really? Uh Yeah, uh, Hideki Irabu. And so look him up and see what happened to him, and you'll see. What was his name? Hideki Irabu. Look him up. Hide- oh, yeah, so it's H I D E K I.
0: Japanese professional baseball player?
1: Yes. He played for the New York Yankees. He was supposed to be the next Hideo Novo.
0: He died uh, in Palos Verdes? Yeah. Due to the money Yankees fan. What happened? Wait, I can't.
1: Yeah, wait, he wait. died
0: here. Oh, in, in the it? house?
1: Yeah.
0: Hold on. I'm still I'm Googling it right <laughs> now. ESPN's lagging a little bit. Right. Um, let me see. It's season they investigated that the
1: suicide. I don't know. Yeah. He committed suicide in this house in the uh and that's another story. So oh, it I think like
0: a lack of a performance or like was it early? He
1: for Hideki was is a huge star in Japan, right? Uh-huh. He's like one of the fastest I, I think I don't know if his his pitch was at ninety miles per hour Mm. but it was definitely he was definitely one of the the tops right Uh and so he came to New York Yankees because they thought he was gonna be like Hideo Hideo Nomo remember Hideo Nomo from Mm. Los Angeles Dodgers did Mm. awesome right but uh George Steinbrenner wasn't happy with his performance called him a fat toad he was pretty he was he was big like probably about at least six feet and he just was kind of bulky uh and so he wound up living here because he played for the long beach armada like he got demoted pretty much right mm-hmm. and and he he had like a drinking problem you know he got caught for dui a couple of times mm-hmm. then what i think i think what really got him which is really sad we live on a hill right mm-hmm. like we you can't even see the street from my house like mm-hmm. you have to go up this narrow crazy big hill uh he uh the wife and and daughters they left him. And so he was up here in this. Like when I'm in the house by myself, it's lonely because I, you know, no one's here. And he didn't know how to speak English, so like, you get like my, a eerie feeling sometimes. No,
2: no. Here,
1: okay. Here's what happened. So like he, um, let me backtrack. What happened was 2011. I got invited to my friend's parents' Christmas party, which is the house across from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when we were there, I was on the deck, and I told them because i love the view i go god i could imagine myself living up here but i was just kidding right and the the mom said well if you're not afraid of ghosts I go, what do you mean yeah. She's like uh, you heard about hideki Rob i'm like no yeah this is december right so she said he killed him he committed suicide in the house in july
2: mm-hmm.
1: house is not for sale yet but then when it goes on sale i'll tell you and so i was like oh shit and so like when um when she told me in April, I came. I loved the house. My my wife didn't want to move in because of the ghost thing; she was scared. Mm-hmm. My my good friend Shabon Avila, who's like the medium to the stars, and also her husband's my boss at uh, at Original Productions. Mm-hmm. I knew that she could cross him over. So what we did was like I asked the uh, the realtor. Actually, told him first. I go when he was showing us the house. I go. I told him. I go. It's unfortunate what happened to the owner of the house here.
2: Mm. And he
1: looked at me, he's like, Oh yeah, you know, they were an old couple and da-da-da. And I just looked at him, I go, No. He's like, what? I go, baseball player, he hung himself in here. And his face like dropped, like real sure, because like you could I could tell he wasn't lying. He was shocked because he was helping someone to sell this house. They didn't tell him about that. They didn't tell him that it
0: sounded like that, yeah.
1: Right. And then when he looked because that because I told him he goes because it was over one point one million dollars they were asking for it at the time. Mm. And I'm like we can get it for under a million, can't we? And then he, when he looked it up online, he's like, oh yeah, we can definitely get it for under a million now. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, when we did, we put on offer for under a million, we got it, because the wife just wanted to get rid of it and stuff like that. But,
0: I, Verde, That's a great deal.
1: When did right? you get it? We got it in 2012. So it was oh, like, like- that's
0: the, like prime time. Oh, damn, okay, look at the Irish too. I know. like, pro- I mean, like of- bad, but there an opportunity, but like, you know, like that's great. Well, here's the thing, I even- I- I want it. I'm like, you don't have to say shit, but I'm like, right. it's probably worth a lot more than that now. I'm gonna say that, huh? It, it definitely is.
1: I think they're like in uh, the houses around the area, are like 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7. I don't know. But can you imagine just having- Hey, a good, who like- needs
0: dough when you got your house back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that-, that was like a good investment, right? That, that was some fantastic night. investment, yeah. yeah. Because now you also don't have to, like, disclose it because it's been how many years already? It, it, yes. I think it's a five-year window, right? Yeah. And so now it's like, yeah, we don't have to. And But I don't plan to leave this house. I mean, this is an amazing house. It has a pool. It has a tennis court.
0: Jeez. I mean,
1: I never thought I would ever own a tennis court, That's you know?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But what I thought, honestly, it's like he heard me say that uh, when I was on deck. Like, he knew that I had someone that could cross him over. Could you imagine if someone bought this house without knowing what happened? They tore the house down and never crossed him over. He'd yeah. still be stuck. We, uh, my friend who crossed him over, like she did a chant and we set up cameras too, because they want to do a show. Mm-hmm. We, I saw the orbs, the orb. Oh shit. When it came out, there was her dog was there and you know it was night vision. So the, it was like that green video. The dog was sitting there at night and an orb went around the dog like this. And the dog went like this and started mm-hmm. growling at the orb. Mm-hmm. So at first you would think it's just like dust, right? Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, was it was definitely... And ever since we crossed him over, yeah. the house used to feel cold. Cold when you walked in, it's warm and inviting. And yeah, I have a plaque of Hideki up where, his, uh, where he used to hang out his man cave downstairs to honor him. You know, mm, that's and, good. Uh, yeah, no, it's like she and honestly, he's never I've never felt any um, one like him haunting me or nothing like that. I think he's happy that there's a family that lives here and the fact that we help cross them over.
0: You know? I'm sure and I'm sure it's because like, you didn't like come in like with malicious intent like you're just like i know what happened but it's like you're and then like you're a good person it's like i bet you if somebody was like had like the intention like oh he just died we can get it for cheap as fuck like people like that <laughs> i bet he'd be there all the time i bet you that yeah right yeah, you, like, like, I, like, i'm i'm yeah. big on energy and stuff like that like that, yeah. Shit, uh, yeah. that yeah. shit yeah yeah
1: after life for me i think totally exists i i've seen stuff uh i've been you know and um and I'm not gonna fight it. I'm like, you know what, I'm happy. I, I'm glad there's something, I mean, in my mind, I'm glad there's like an afterlife, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me hope, not us just like, when we die, that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely something more to that. And and again, with Hideki, it's it's been like a positive experience for sure. And, and we we are gonna be here for almost forever, I think, you know? I, I think I, so. I, unless, you know, we get super rich and then yeah. decide, a better house. you know hey, you're not know the do tennis that.
0: court already are you made it back.
1: <laughs> I, I, I know I know, I know. It, it, it's crazy right yeah. for someone to say that they have a tennis court but this is stuff that we never even thought that would happen you know mm-hmm. I used to dream about this place because we uh, uh, we lived, we grew up in Carson I don't know if you know where Carson mm-hmm. is I grew up in Carson which is right by Compton and we. it wasn't like the the, be, uh, the safest area but I was proud to grow up there there's a rough area over there it was, it was rough coming yeah. up, especially with Filipino gangs too, there was a lot of uh, infighting for sure, but uh, I used to drive up here to the hills, like in high school, my, my cousin used to drive me up here, and I used to just like look at all the houses and used to dream and wish that I would live up here.
2: Yeah.
1: Never knew that I would ever have a chance, I was like, oh you have to be a doctor, you have to be something, yeah. <laughs> right? No, I mean we're here. I, I I still can't believe it. Again, all this stuff, this manifesting stuff, right? I keep that's thinking, insane. after after all that stuff about the secret and all that stuff. So I'm telling you, that's I mean, crazy.
0: Cause that's what that's the reason why I would go over there all the time, particularly just to kind of like again i'm like an old man at heart but like i would just go and like kind of envision that like myself like in like nice neighborhoods and stuff like that right oh. like it's just it's just a vibe it's just it's just and then it just comes to fruition because i like i here's mike what i think i'm like your subconscious to some extent can gravitate towards that and then it'll convert your action into leading you into something like that right i just think it's weird how that whole thing turns but isn't the glass of church over there yes yeah, yeah. i was yeah. like that place is gorgeous
1: didn't it? Yeah, we were going to get. We were looking at that place to get married, but it was too uh, small a place. that so we were going to have, you know, Filipino wedding. We we're going to have three hundred twenty people. I don't know yeah. about Mexican weddings, right? I think it's like a lot. I right? don't even
0: think I'd have anyone because everyone else is like in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I only have my mom and dad and brother down here, and even then, like I don't, you know, it's like it's own little thing. But. But oh, I mean, what about your friends? <laughs> like you have a lot of friends. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. I guess I could do that. Oh well, even then, I mean, I, 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 have like just, I have close, close friends, but like not like a lot of friends because. A lot of people don't like me because I just keep it as it is, you know. Like, like I said, I won't conform, right? Like, like just like yesterday in particular, which is really funny. Like, I went out for a little bit for like like three drinks, right? Right. And uh, uh, this this one girl like popped off on me, and she was like, she was like, you have to be able to read the room and on this and that, and like, cause I said like in a, like a funny joke, uh, whatever. <laughs> and like she got offended, right? And, and then um, and I was like, I think I said something along the lines of like, did you ever think that I, that I specifically say things uh, on purpose? So that way I can figure out how to weed people out because I don't want to change who I am. And she didn't oh. really have a response to that. And I'm like, I don't, I understand the room. I, I, I care more about for my own peace and my happiness more than the thoughts of others. Right. And she, yeah. like, she got like, really like, she didn't know what to say. I, I can tell she got frustrated. She just left. She didn't say anything else after that. I was like, I mean, you know, I, I was like, I don't, yeah. I'm going to keep who I want around. I'm not going to like, I'm going to be myself. Right. I'm also like, but like, like, I, this is exactly what I said yesterday too. I think I said it like before I said that as well, as like, you have to understand, um, uh, where people's intentions and their words come yeah. from. You can't take <laughs> your interpretation of the situation as to their hearts. And, yeah. and I think that's another your, thing I should have hurting me.
1: It's like, come on, it's not about you, yeah. you
0: know, but was, you made it about you, you, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and then she was like, oh, it's uh, I'm like, you have to read the room. I'm like, I'm reading the room. We're at my friend's house. We're drinking. I'm like, it's a Saturday night. I'm like, what do you mean? Read the room. And I like, I like. She had like literally no objections. I'm like, I'm sorry. I Keep it as it is. I'm like, you read the room. We're having fun. I'm like, I didn't know I was at a corporate meeting in Irvine right, right now, dude. You know, yeah. you make me laugh because I always
1: tell people when they sit when they come loud loud at parties too. Get... Me too.
0: They always <laughs> tell me that. You know, yeah. They were like, you need to shut up. I'm like, you need to mind your business. <laughs> yeah. I'm like this. I like, go. Oh, I didn't realize I was at the library. Yeah. I thought it was not a party. Yeah. You know, like come
1: yes. on. <laughs> no, we're the same. I think we're the same because I I have a tendency to do that too, and I have a tendency like yeah, but I'm the type of person like you that I'm like I'm pretty stubborn. I don't. I'm like I'm not gonna change who I am because yeah.
0: I'll conform you know. to like situations, right? Like I'll I'll, I'll yeah. fill the room, especially if there's like a certain thing. But like for that particular thing, like it was a Saturday night. It was at a friend's house, right? Like I'm like read the room yeah uh-huh. read, like i'm like i did read the room right i'm like you don't even understand what you're saying right now so yeah maybe she was right. fucked up i don't know i got there like a little late so maybe i was only there for like two hours i was like no, i have a podcast i was, like, can't even drink too much so don't even yeah right. like, yeah right. if, I, if i don't want to drink too much i'm a little ghetto have you ever taken pre-workout what have you ever taken pre-workout oh no, no what's that it's um it's basically it's like a, a high dosage of like caffeine right it's like it's it's like it's stimulus for like the like the gym right like a lot right. of people that go to the gym will take it to like get amped up so i'm like instead of taking shots i'll just like od on caffeine and i'll take like two shots and i'm like i'm done i'm not gonna drink no more so like i'll get i'll get hyped and amped, right like i would that's like my own little ghetto thing it's
1: like i don't think it's ghetto at all actually i think it i think it's smart because again caffeine fine you know because if you get drunk it's, it, it'll make you feel a bit more like sick or whatever but with yeah. caffeine it just gives you energy so what yeah you know? and
0: then and they both <laughs> dehydrate you but i think that's much better than than alcohol right because i do have alcohol right, which is why i still want to drink but like i also want to like substitute it here and there and i'm like and then i also think worst case i'm like maybe my heart suffers a little bit i'm like whatever <laughs> Because I'm like, I also try to see the risk for everything I do as well. So, you know, I'm like, I, I mean, the reward is I'll be fucking amped like real fast. Right. And I, I'll yeah. be fucking sober, which is even better. Well, that's the thing. that like, you don't have to drive home like DUI or nothing like that. This yeah. is
1: actual natural energy.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm like, I want to be present here too, Right. Like yeah. sometimes I'm like fuck it, like no, but yeah, I think that's like kind of where I'm at. I try to get creative in the weirdest way possible. When my friends saw me, like, cause it's like a dry scooping it, right? And like they saw me yeah. like, take, taking it, they were like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> Like drugs right Is that exactly yeah. <laughs> i'm like what's better caffeine or alcohol and i'm like just because you don't see it from this perspective you know but like i mean fuck for all i know that's worse i don't know i'm just taking my own like guess right there's no research done on that <laughs> that
1: is funny but i i totally get that i should try that more actually instead of, if i don't want to get drunk at a party i'll just get a little bit like a maybe a a, a sports drink like you know monster or whatever yeah that's perfect
0: yeah that, so pre-workout basically like two monsters and like one little thing
1: Oh my God. Yeah, basically I, I, you probably probably going like this at the party. Right, but a lot of
0: people don't recommend that, like uh with like vodka and red bull. It's like the same thing, pretty much. You know? I, I you yeah, know that
1: not was my choice for a while. Like it was it was like that like the rock star, right? Yeah, Rockstar yeah. uh It's almost
0: the exact same thing, except it's like two Red Bulls and like, a so like, I'm also aware of like the heart. that's why I don't go crazy. I'm not going to take like 12 shots after I do that. Right? That's, right, how, right. that's why I'll purposely limit the amount I drink too. On, on top of that, the risk lies when I overexceed and that's why I'm careful to not go crazy. You know? You,
1: okay. Have you, okay. Here's the thing. I used to get like palpitations, like just drinking coffee, but oh, you probably should not take
0: pre-workout then.
1: But, but Throughout the years, I suddenly start to drink coffee to work, right? To stay up and I, And for deadliest catch, I would almost be working 24 hours yeah. a day because I'm trying to, like, catch up. But uh, for some reason, my heart got used to it because now I don't even get palpitations. It's kind of oh, weird. Oh, that's crazy. I don't even get crazier. Than I'm more, I'm alert. I'm just like this. I'm fine. Like, mm. this whole thing right here, I'm okay. but. I, I'm just curious about that. I, I need to do more research because people are worried, they're like, Oh no, your heart but I go, Why does my heart feel like it's not it feels calm, I feel grounded. I don't oh, I know yeah. my body got used to it, but I don't it had to have, yeah. But I don't know if that's healthy or not. You know, it's kind if of anything, a thing
0: I'd probably like ease into it. Because a, yeah. lot, a lot of the pre workouts, they have different stimulus and all this and that. So like, it's not like one size fits all. Cause there's like hundreds of brands. But like, I, I'm whatever you pick. I'd probably start with like like half a scoop because that's probably like, the equivalent of like, one cup of coffee, and then like go up gradually. Yeah, yeah, anything, whatever. Right? Yeah.
1: That would be good. No, I, I uh, definitely when it comes to editing, because sometimes you know I, I'm just tired and I need that little pick me up, you know, yeah. to get to be creative. But, uh, but yeah, uh, no, no. I'm I, this uh, this one sounds? I think you exactly. know, I, my friend does that. I'm Sometimes scared. Just,
0: like if I'm like tired, I just think like a little squirt. Really? A lot of people mix it, but I'm like, let me just inject. It. <laughs> just it's straight, not. right? right. I, like, I'm telling you, I'm getting. It. I'm like, I'm not gonna
1: mix it with water. Exactly. No, that, that that's funny, by the way. Yeah. No, you, you're just uh, you're just straightforward. That's it. Yeah, like,
0: no, just... yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So,
1: then when they do that, because last night I went out for drinks, and then. I'm more the person that just wants the straight whiskey. I don't want- Me too, me too. Right? That's my drink of
0: choice too, like old fashioned or something like that. Oh,
1: oh, hell yeah. Old fashioned with like the orange peel when they like uh, freaking. Yes,
0: and then they fucking (laughs) burn that motherfucker up, Yeah. yeah
1: it's so good yeah and uh i'll do that or i'll do like tequila like uh casamigos i'll do that Mm -hmm. and or vodka you know good vodka but Mm -hmm. yeah those are the things i don't like having to mix drinks because i feel like it's kind of diluting it too Mm -hmm. i'm like you with the the energy thing just yeah like get me
0: to the express lane i'm trying to take the vip i'm not trying to take the the general highway dude yeah
1: Because it'll be done, like, the party will be done by then, by the time it kicks in. I want it now. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm like, this is too classy for my blood. Let me (laughs) just, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. But, like, I also, like, measure it, too. Like, I don't just, like, like, if it's a shot, like, I'll I'll take that, right? But, like, I like to sip on it and, like, that's it, right? I don't, yeah, drinks are, like, cocktails and all. They're great, but, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know, you know? It's too much extra sugar
1: when you, when you add the, all the other extra stuff. When, yeah. But you know, I'm more like, I do like more low-carb diet or I'm intermittent fasting is what I do. Like
0: Intermittent fasting is really good, really
1: yeah, good. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's the one that's kept my weight down, even though I, I'll eat like whatever I do now, mm-hmm. like I'll eat meat or I'll eat some carbs, uh, but it still stays down no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like I'll eat, like right now, see it's two, right? I haven't eaten yet, but I'll do like, you know, coffee or these. But, yeah, I swear, it's the only diet that's helped me, like, just keep the weight off, like, constantly. I, this is probably the best I've been in, in years. Oh, honestly. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was I would have a little bit – I'm usually over 160, but now I'm 154, okay. and that's kind of, like, my good weight. Like, okay. you know, I don't want to get – too much lower because that'll look yeah. like a skeleton or something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I always do at least push-ups. You know, I learned that from Ricardo Montauban. is that how you say his name? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I learned that off of him because he was in Rathacon, uh in the 80s and he was interviewed by I think it was Johnny Carson. That's why you
0: have the big forums, huh? Yeah.
1: It's Dude, like ten- oh right? my god, I want
0: to tell you this when you took that picture with Manny Pacquiao you looked like the fighter. He did right? <laughs> he
1: he looked strangely normal, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, like, and
0: you <laughs> look like you were the boxer, dude, <laughs> You're funny. funny. I remember when I saw it, I was like, damn, he meant Jacques, dude.
1: I know. I, I believe me. And, I, and I, it's funny, I had my arm around him, too. Yeah. I was scared. He was like, gonna like hit my arm. But <laughs> M- Manny Pacquiao, like, when I met him, he's like the most gentle
0: he person. He looks
1: like it. So, and then I'm looking at him in his eye, and I just saw him at the fight, like his last fight in Vegas, and I'm looking at him in the eye, yeah, I'm shiro, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to this guy. That's crazy. You know? yeah. And it's so funny because I, I showed him an art piece from my house that yes. of Manny Pacquiao,
2: yeah.
1: but I didn't want to let him know it was hanging over the bathroom downstairs, so like when you take a leak, yeah. if you're, <laughs> you're facing him, you're just kind of looking at him on your team. But I didn't tell him that. But then I showed it to him, I go, see, I have artwork in my house of, of you.
2: Yeah.
1: And the only thing he said, and he said it in such a meek voice, he's like, that is nice. That's all he said, he said, like, that is nice. I'm yeah. like, wow, he's so gentle. It's like, yeah. doesn't it sound like a boxer at all. You yeah. know, it, it's just interesting. And I think now, I think he's running for president in the Philippines is what he's I, heard
0: of, I haven't looked into it, but I think I heard about that recently, yeah. Yeah, but
1: that was amazing. I couldn't believe I met him.
0: That's insane, yeah. dude. I was like, wait, what? I don't it's a crazy the amount of people that like Val and like you run into, right? Right. It's that Val knows that I get like kind of like uh starstruck
1: with certain people and, and that one was not planned because we were there to meet her with her about our show. Mm. And then suddenly as we were on our way there, she said, Oh by the way, Manny Pacquiao's coming. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, and then there how was does
0: no. no. Like, do they hit her up or like how does? Okay, yeah.
1: like right now all. I used the- to show up. I'm like, hi
0: mom, <laughs> <laughs> hi mom.
1: Yeah, that, you, you should tell me when you. Well, I should go like um, because she always wants to have like, let's meet up Thursdays. Have our wine Thursdays where she just wants to hang out while working and then she'll, oh, like, dope. you know, vent and we'll talk and, and, you know, we, we, we cherish that thing where we're just, that's how we just sit as friends and talk. That's, that's dope, like, yeah, it's, and it's
0: like a nice mellow day, it's not crazy, right?
1: Yeah, Thursday's not as crazy, it's still crazy, it's like, yeah. I'll have like five minutes at a time with her, right, because you'll talk to her and suddenly gets yeah. like, oh, I want to talk to you yeah, like, with oh, the, the phone,
0: time. huh, yeah.
1: Does she do that with you too? Like yeah, was she? yeah.
0: She's like, oh, I'll be right back. I got to do like something like that. Or they're calling me here or whatnot. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What days do you normally go? I don't have like a specific like days in particular. <laughs> I kind of just like show up when I do. Like I'm spont. I, I get, I'm, I'm an introvert by, by nature. So like, it's like whenever like I'm feeling out of my show, I'm like, I guess like, <laughs> If there's a reservation or something like available, I'll, I'll do that. Do you kind of just show yeah. up or do you, do you, I usually make reservations, but, or do you just like, just come and you get like a table? And like what that? What I do
1: is because, especially if she's requesting me, I just drive up. Mm-hmm. I tell the, and the ballet people know me already, so they don't need to give me a ticket. They're like, Hey boss. And oh like, really? Oh. So I'll just walk right in. Uh, and, and I go straight to the bar. And then I'll have, because the, the bar, there's always an empty table at the bar. And that's mm-hmm. where she Val will meet with me, sit with me and talk with me. I never make reservations.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, nah, she's been great. She's, she's generous. She's extremely uh, generous. She works so much, man. I know I know and
0: but you know what though this thing- it's mad props like mad props like she's All this awesome. she's gone. Gone. It's like It's if she wants to represent and, and be the role model for a future woman right she kind of has to portray oh, and, and embody that like that's, that's the role that she wants to take on that's her purpose right like everyone oh. has her own and like I respect the hell out of it because I could even yeah. as a guy or whatever yeah. I could never do that like that's why I'm like and she's right. she's doing it to set the, the, the standard and I'm like damn she's badass man no, you're right. She's
1: like she wants to, her mangle a lot, and especially also her, for husband for yeah, her husband for doing, too. Well, yeah, oh uh, yeah. But for for doing the, uh, she she wants to tell women that it's never too late because you know mm-hmm. how women will sacrifice their careers to t- to to raise their child. Mm-hmm. But what happens when they're gone? Then you're just kind of stuck there. Are you just yeah. gonna be housewife at home and not do anything? No, she was like, I want to pursue my dream. And check her out now. Mm. Now she got a bobblehead that's gonna I come out. I saw that she was
0: with Gabriel Igles- <laughs> You know what's fucking hilarious? I almost went I like out of spontaneous because I'm like, I was, well, I was gonna go by myself, but I was like, oh, I want to see Gabriel Glass. I want to get like, cause I saw him one time at the Ice Factor, right? He had a thing. And then I was like, oh, I want to see him again. He's it's dope, right? And then like. I didn't go, but like I pull up like Chef Valve's story. I was like, what the fuck shoot with Gabriel iglesias I'm like, how exactly. did this even happen? I was so thrown off, dude. I was like, that is fucking cool as shit. You know? Right. Yeah. You know, all the
1: celebrities from reach out there like you got uh Cardi B, there's uh there's Bruno Mars that was there when we were there, but he was in oh, the was private he? room. Yeah, uh Anderson <laughs> Pack is one of her friends. Uh uh oh, yeah, himself with the shoes, right? yeah oh yeah with the bands yeah but i'm just saying she everyone's reaching out to her she's like the it chef right now that's insane yeah i I
0: didn't i I know that she's popular but i didn't know like that. that's like how people like go through or whatever you know
1: yeah she got she's doing a collaboration with leanne b one of the influencers i mean she i mean everyone wants a piece of her for sure uh we're lucky that we met her early enough to where now, I, it'd be harder to probably break into her circle because she probably won't trust as many people because like yeah. everyone's going at her. Yeah. But I think with us, we came at the right time. I when so you know, in the beginning and, and she sees that we're sincere and, uh, and uh, that we're not there to use her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I don't know, she's just definitely uh, uh, just such a, a beacon for our community. You know, she's, she's being... a great representation,
0: a yeah, great yeah. one, yeah. And yeah, she... she told me the same thing too. She was like, uh, "She was like, I think you caught me at the right time because like now I probably wouldn't be able to, you know, like to, to do that." And I was like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm like swamped. I got so much stuff. I got this and that." She told me about the documentary you're doing. I was like, "Damn, son," and uh, yeah. I'm glad I was able to like, create that bond with her. She's like, she's super nice. I love, too. That. I love
1: that. You know, one day, one day we'll we'll go there at the same time. Yeah. And, uh... I
0: mean, whenever you're going, like, on Thursdays, you could just let me know. I'll, I'll, again, more than likely, I probably won't be doing nothing. Like, I mean, if I do anything, I'll be trading in the morning, and then I'll probably be, like, gym. Yeah. But I'll probably be, like, available at night. Like, most cases I have. Like, again... Most part, I'm just like I'm just at home, man. I'm not really doing anything crazy. I'm I'm happy with the simple life. I'm like, I, there's something that I always tell like my friends are that are like, you can you can just go out all the time. I'm like, just because I can doesn't mean I want to, you know. I'm like, I, different things. It's pretty amazing, Jeez.
1: You know, it's interesting because like I was so opposite when I was your age. It's like mm-hmm. I I want. I think it was a form of me just trying to get independence away from my parents mm-hmm. and just go out and and explore and have fun, uh, and. Uh, but again, I could have used a little bit more of being stable, you know, because I, I could tell with you, like you're planning everything, like when it comes to your finances, especially, mm-hmm. I think you're going to have a great goose egg in the end where when you, you get to retire when you want to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I feel like I have to keep working until hopefully I can. I mean, we will sell the show and then that's when we can get for to. Sure. But I want to get to a point where my wife doesn't have to work, where I can just pick and choose the, the, uh, the shows I want to work on, especially mm-hmm. me people's shows uh, like Recipe for Change or Brown, you know. So, yeah, but like I said, I think with you, I think you in the future, you're, you're going to have your finances because that's very important and that's something important to t- teach the young kids, mm-hmm. you know, money. Cause once they get money they'll spend it right away right mm-hmm.
0: and But and I learned on my own and I think that's because I was I was in I wasn't in a good position I think I think it's it's funny that you say that because you I guess like commentated and like to get your independence right when I was like I had a lot of issues like with my dad when I was like 15 or 16 so I I basically moved out during that time when I was like fifteen. I was still in high school and I moved out because uh, really? it was like a really horrible situation at the time. Now our relationship's great, right? But like way back when, it was just like it wasn't ideal or whatever. And then I couldn't move in with my mom or whatever because of certain things. But so I think I got my independence during that time. I think wow. that's what it was, like, now that I think about it. And then I had to, like, grow up earlier, and I think I think that's what... And I think that, like, you know how I jerked around, like, oh, and i say it's, like, the trauma? I don't really consider it to, like, that level, but I think it's, like, something, like, on, like, the spectrum, right? Like, I, I was forced to, like, be at that point, which is why, like, you know? And, and then one other thing that I realized is, like, a lot of people that, like, are always, like, at the clubs, right, and whatnot, it's, like... They're not, like, too happy with themselves or they're trying. They're, they're there because they want to escape their, their reality or they're chasing, like, that yeah. quick high. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm big on long-term. That short-term stuff is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. But it's, like, with anything, you have to have it balanced out because if you don't balance out, then you're going to go down, like, a downward spiral. And it's going to turn, like, the snowball effect, and that's going to be chaotic for you as a person. And then you won't even be emotionally fulfilled. You'll be broken and battered even more than what you were at that time, you know?
1: Oh, no, that, you know, you said a lot of really cool things there. I think one of the main things that I want to, like, uh, latch on to was the part about what happened to you, what uh, you were forced to do. You were forced to grow up fast. But it's one of those things, okay, so my dad and I, we, we uh, don't talk anymore. I, I, I purposely pushed him out of my life because mm-hmm. he was toxic, right? He was toxic, and uh, but the thing, him being not the best dad in the world to me forced me to be independent right Mm -hmm. and I think if my if it wasn't like this where I was forced to be independent and just go strike out on my own and get my own job my own money because he wouldn't really give me anything Mm -hmm. um I don't think I would be the person that I am today Mm -hmm. and I think that's and I almost want to thank him for that in an odd way but Mm -hmm. emotionally he sucked you know he sucked as a father but I can't totally hate it because it made me the person who I am today, a bit more mm-hmm. independent, you know, stuff like that. And I think with you, same thing. Uh, as horrible as it is to get to to leave when you're 15, which is really young, it forced you to grow up fast. And I think it gave you a good base. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And,
0: and I, I, don't, I don't hate them for that, like kind of you're saying, because it gave me I mean, a base.
1: Yeah, no, so I know. So I feel like we're very similar there. Mm-hmm. There's similarities for sure, because then, my brother was more spoiled by my parents, and me
0: too, <laughs> me too. They would hit me, and they wouldn't hit him. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, I don't know why he was like the golden brat of them. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Like I would do everything. I would work. Well, like it's funny because uh, I guess when I was mentioning the Swami, like from like when I was eight to like teenage years, I would work there. I was working since I was eight too uh, at the Swami, right? So like my brother would always be in the back oh my God. the games. And I would be in the front selling, too, and working and whatnot, or whatever. And I was like, why doesn't he work? He was like, he's too young. And the same thing, whenever, he's like, she was when I was, like, 14 or whatever. And he was like, he's too young. I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? I'm like, I was A doing this shit. He's 14 now. It doesn't make no sense. You know, like, whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> that definitely
1: was favoritism. No, there's similarities. Sure, I started working when I was nine. And my at my uh, brand I joke post. around
0: about this, but I'm like, it's because he's light-skinned, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe. maybe you know that that happens I it, well it does in our culture they they value for sure the lighter skin uh-huh. the, you know, the darker for mm-hmm. sure uh that's 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 been a thing but yeah i i'm like you i was working at nine you really? know I, I wanted to like make my own money i was getting a dollar an hour for pumping gas at my grand uncle's uh, oh really? but then he he got mad one day because i got over ambitious and i worked 12 hours and he <laughs> wouldn't pay me he wouldn't pay me $12. He still owes me $12. A day,
0: oh, fuck, well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I got ambitious. I was like, oh, wow, if I work hard and I can make money. But it taught me. It taught me. And mm-hmm. I was always working since I was like 14 or 15 straight, yeah. get a legal job. Yeah. And I think that's important for kids too to learn the value of money and to learn the value of mm-hmm. earning your money. Because not with our kids growing up here in Palos they're naturally spoiled. They For need sure. to uh, yeah. knock down a couple of notches yeah. to see what we went through growing up in Carson, yeah. but you know, the outcome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, there's a lot of uh, similar stories. us too. yeah Yeah. yeah. Sure. And my brother was a more light-skinned one, by the way, than
0: really? me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you know yeah. what's funny? My dad hated me because I was a fucking brat, right? So if he pay me, like, I don't know, 20 or 30 days for, like, a 12-hour shift, I would be doing, like, something crazy like that from, like, no, not 12, from, like, 5 or 6 a.m. to, like, 4, so I guess, like, 10. Um, and um, I was a smart ass, so, like, I got, like I don't know when it happened. It wasn't, like, initially, right, but around, like, 10 or 11. Like, I would be like, under California labor laws, you have to pay me, like, seven or eight bucks an hour. And I'm working here ten hours. That should be $70. <laughs> and, like, I wouldn't take that he's giving me free rent or whatever during that time. Or, like, I would be like, that doesn't matter. Of but, like, I was, like, such a smart-ass Uh-oh. fucking brat. They hated me for that shit. My sons the same
1: way. if they can find something that I say something incorrectly or wrong, yeah. they will call me out in a <laughs> second.
2: Yeah. And they'll
1: yeah. cite things that they saw online, like yeah. when you know, you know what probably, yeah. right? So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's normal.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Huh? I was just like, especially if my brother's not working, it's like, come on, bro. I'm like, I gotta follow the law, bro. But.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: What's, your, what's, your, what's your brother do now? What's that?
1: What does your brother do now?
0: He's actually really fucking smart. He's a software engineer, and uh, he's up he's up in Berkeley. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I know
1: i know anytime someone says that like, they live in berkeley i always think they're smart
0: <laughs> know what it it is. It is. Like, you know what you know? he's very very smart and i love the hell out of him but he's like when it comes to like common sense like a lot of things like he's like so oblivious <laughs> to it but he's like yeah. a fucking genius with coding and all this shit i'm like what the fuck I... it's like the
1: disparity is crazy dude i think it's because it's, it's his strength right and yeah. that's it. Because sure. my dad used to tell me the same thing. It was opposite with my brother. My brother's lifelong drug addict right now, but my dad told me one time, he's like, wow, you know, you may be smart in school, Ben, uh, but your your brother has more common sense than you. And I thought about it, I mean, now when I think about it, no, but then back then, I, but you know, I, mean, I kind of saw what he was saying. There's definitely like, you can be book smart, but then there you can also like be lacking in certain areas yeah, i think we the
0: opposite on yeah.
1: That. yeah 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 so i get that i totally get that yeah. uh that sounds familiar <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah on the opposite spectrum
0: yeah that's fucking insane but yeah no so he's over there i've debated doing like coding and then software engineering like doing like some boot camp not going to college but, like for like through you could do something like that for like three to six months it's a lot it's a decent a bit about money but it's like a it's like it's like the like taking the Mio shots or a shot it's like the express lane right, <laughs> right. I'm, not, I'm not gonna do four years of college i'm like no I'm, I'm good you know i don't really buy it into that system unless like i said we're going to like doctors lawyers like you yeah. there's no roundabout way <laughs> for a lot of other career paths and whatnot i've noticed i'm like aha uh-huh, this is just like a little sideshow right i'm just like it, it has its time and place but I'm like, that's definitely not required. I'm like, it, it, experience counts more than what's like on books. And I'm okay. like, yeah. You know,
1: I will speak on that because like, I didn't go to film school, right? Mm-hmm. So I just took one UCLA extension class, which didn't cost anything really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when parents asked me about their kids, like, should I send my kid to college or should they just jump in there?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just told them this, I go, you know what? There's a big advantage to going to college because you get a lot of great uh, connections mm-hmm. for one. You get to do these interns, you get to learn about storytelling, you know, being analytical and stuff like that. But if say you, don't, you can't afford college, right? There's nothing wrong with just jumping in there like what I did, work for free and work your way up and get experience every day. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like if you take an editing class in college you only take it for that semester and then you move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna retain editing because you're not doing it every day. For me, I learn every day on the job Mm -hmm. and that's good school for me and it helps. And so my thing is you don't have to go to college. You don't Mm -hmm. have to. It's good to if you want and if you can afford it, but you don't have to. You can just jump right in like what I did and just learn every day on the job you'll get your connections meeting people at work Mm -hmm. or you're gonna look to see like oh shit you know that guy's a producer i want to do that like you can kind of see what everyone does because you're there at work you know Mm -hmm. rather than just being in a classroom you know what i mean so no i i'm 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 just like you you don't Mm -hmm. have to I'm not going to knock it though. Like, shit. Yeah. Go to yeah, college. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, Cause I, I'm glad I went to college. I'm glad I experienced, uh, graduating with a biological sciences degree, even though I hated college.
2: Yeah.
1: It really taught me how to fight and, and still survive and succeed in something that I wasn't really happy with. So it, mm-hmm. it gave me the discipline to keep working and, and mm-hmm. going.
0: You know, and, I so. think, and I think it's that experience and all that, like, again, like let you forge your own way because a lot of people that don't have that experience, again they're bound by the book you weren't bound by the book right right so it's like it's like there's a careful fine line there because if you if you stay in there you're only gonna you only know how to play within the rules you have to learn how to play within without the rules as well right because then that's what's gonna set you apart from all the other people that are in the rules and so again thin line and if you can decipher them which a lot of people can't because it's an unconscious thing you have to be aware of it and that's a lot of people don't have self-awareness nowadays oh uh, i think no. i have too much self-awareness and that's <laughs> i think it's a bad thing too i needed to chill out on that too but uh, you know. i don't
1: think you need to i i, I think it's fine i think uh, the more you know about that yourself and know you know what i mean I, I i think that's way better than just being oblivious and not knowing
0: yeah you know? and, and the thing is it's, it's not intentional for people either it's just like it just happens when they're like, uh, right. like just, they don't realize what they're doing. It's like what I learned this. I don't like but you're supposed to do it your own way. You know, you don't, you, what's been shown in, and they teach you is what's been done by your predecessors. Now is your time to become, it's, it's, it's your age. It's your time. You're going to have to be the one that's going to take charge and lead in your own way.
1: Right. 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 No, totally. No, I, I totally hear you on that because, uh, Oh, God, I, I lost my train of thought, but I I, I definitely, I, I'm i glad I didn't have to go to film school. I mean, I would have loved you. I mean, yeah. it would have been interesting if I could, okay, if I could turn back time, now that I was going through UC Irvine, I could have went to their film school uh, mm-hmm. program and, or Cal State Long Beach or something like mm-hmm. that. Where would have that taken me? I wonder, you know I mean? You just yeah. never know, but I just love the path that I took because I would have never thought I'd be six-time Emmy-nominated that's insane yeah. crazy there's still in my head i am still in shock right now you know mm. and uh so yeah i i i wouldn't trade anything for this i'm glad i i, I guess i'm glad i didn't go to film school
2: yeah. you
0: know again it's it's crazy how life works and it's like you got to take it for what it is because sometimes i hate i hate the scene at least in the moment but sometimes they really are blessing in the skies. and i know a lot of people hate it because it's like oh, uh, everyone says that, but, like, it really is fucking true, and it sucks in the beginning, but you gotta see it for the long term. That's something that's hard for me to see in the long term. I can admit <laughs> that. That's tough even for me, so I get the perspective where it's like, shut the hell up, you know? But right, right, yeah, right. I mean, like, you're the, you're the living example of that. It's just, it's crazy how stuff works out. And the same thing, I had a producer that worked for, um, for Chris Brown on the podcast, um, oh, wow. for a few songs, right? <laughs> and he was like, uh, he moved from Australia down here to the U S but he couldn't really like do school. So he just learned through YouTube and they liked his style. Cause it wasn't bound by the realm of schooling. Right. It's like, it's then he's not the only one I've had that's in a similar boat like you. And I'm like, you guys are the outliers and there's the, there's a common thing in there. If I really, I mean, I've talked to all of you guys, there's it's, it's there. Like that's for sure. Commonality. Like in all you guys. That's so interesting. Yeah. Cause he brought something different.
1: Like he exactly. wasn't like everyone else. Cookie cutter where they learn mm-hmm. in school and all that stuff yeah. It's uh, bring something different and it's what makes you stick out you know exactly. i mean in, i'm interviewing people i'm always looking to see which one really just sticks out to me mm-hmm. you know uh so yeah i i i totally get that too yeah. oh my god chris brown I wonder, did he did he what did he say how is it like working with chris brown did you like it
0: he said, uh, I don't remember, because that was like when I was, it was like maybe like a month or two after starting out the podcast. It was a, it was a solid one, actually. He talked about crypto a lot, actually. Um, he's really cool. He was a very mellow guy, but I think, I think he said he liked it. I think I've already done almost like 50 podcasts or so some I started to a mission. Uh, I'm not going to forget this one for sure. I really enjoy this one, but it's, uh-huh. like, but it's like, oh, it's because this one, I, I don't forget like the ones that are like the most natural like this, right? Like, right, like, like free flowing because there are some times where, like, I do have to be a little bit more professional and whatnot. It's just like yeah, I, right. I get that from you. Like, i again, I'll receive, like, like the podcast, right? Sometimes I'll reciprocate like, a bit more professional depending on the person, like how they show up. And I'll try to break them if I can so they more casual because that's still my realm, right? Your but, style, yeah, yeah, but I'm also going to not knock an opportunity. And if that's what they want to do, like, it's I'm the one that they're like, I invited them, right? So, yeah. so, so. do you. Are you, uh, do you have like
1: a big lineup coming up? Like, after, like, do you have other, uh, a lot of other people that you've approached to, uh, do your show?
0: I have, um, have you heard of The Fighter and the Kid or the or King and the Sting? No, no, I haven't. Uh, well, so there's, uh, have you heard of Brian Callen or like Brendan Schaub or Theo Vaughn or any of those? They're comedians. And Got I want to live an actor. I feel like I'm like, you know, how when we sit out, did you watch
1: that movie? I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. just don't. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Well,
0: they're, they're like, a bunch of comedians and actors, basically. But uh, I'm getting, like, uh, some of those guys on. Not, like, the big guys, but some people that work for, like, the bigger guys, right? And then uh, I think I'm getting somebody that works in... um, feel disrespectful right now um i have to like double check but her name's laura and she's uh i think she does like psychology for people like in the nba and like, wow. a, like a few other like few other things like that like i said i want quality but i'm also not in a rush so like if it takes a little bit longer like i'll wait for it too like before i had like a two-week gap and then i'm, I'm still working on like a, a handful of other people but uh, like i said it's all about like keep going keep going on to the next one and and I like I just time. try to create that meaningful bond, right? Like, that's that's what's more important right. to me. Like I said, I, ideally, I want all the pockets to turn out like how we've had it right now. But, again, uh, I understand how it is to, like, break under, like, people. Like, especially if you don't know them, right? Because especially at right. like the very beginning, you have no idea how tense and, like, how tired I was. Now this has become, like, second nature. I can breathe a little bit more. And I think that reflects onto, like, the guests that I've been getting, too, you know? I think it's, like, <laughs> you know it's more at age. change.
1: Well, I felt at ease because you were very easy. It's yeah. like, okay. It's not like the stiff thing where you're like okay let what's my first question yeah and then, don't like that and the cool thing that you're doing with the lady with the uh who's uh with with nba right that that's that's very topical like uh sports you know mental health you know mm-hmm. that's so topical and i actually was going to work on a show i was almost offered to a, a job on a show with trevor noah about oh,
0: really
1: yeah about sports uh like, uh, you know, mental health. Is it because? Yeah. He's, God, is he in New York? I don't know. I don't he, know. Uh, I think so. He, he might be, but I think he would have just shot it and then we would just like edit oh, it. Oh, God, you right? okay? Uh, and now uh, we're working remotely now. Now you don't have to be, right? Before That's you used true. to, right? Remember, before we would, if it's a New York gig, you have to move to New York. Mm-hmm. But now you can, I can be, be editing off the beach in Hawaii on my computer. That's dope the one in hell. Yeah. That's crazy. How uh, is Hawaii? I Oh my God, Hawaii was crazy, but we got great shots. We got the shots that made it more personal because we got shots of her, uh, Chef Val with her family. We got shots of Chef Val at the cemetery where her favorite grandparents, you know, mm-hmm. are buried. They're the ones that inspired her with the cooking. So it's just, and just having the location, we got Ariel, we got, we got, uh, we definitely got Ariel shots, you mm-hmm. know, uh, of Hawaii. It's beautiful. It looks beautiful. And, yeah. and it, because now we're not only just going to be in the restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Now I have her going to Hawaii, which is pretty amazing. You know, I
0: went to Hawaii by myself last year. Was, you did? Like, yeah. What part? What part did you go? I went to the mainland, I believe. Was it, oh, was it big Island or Oahu? Oh,
1: Oahu. Wait, yeah, that's no, Honolulu. Honolulu, Waikiki. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Sorry. I, I forget because <laughs> I'm a dun But But not even saying that disrespectfully, just like I sometimes I'm just a bimbo. But uh, yeah, I went there there twice. I went there with with a friend um, recently, like two months ago. And then I was there last year by myself. It's just like I'm telling you, like, I'm like, I don't need people to, like, come. I'm like, I'll just do things on my own. I'm like, I'm not going to wait on people. I love that. (laughs) And
1: that's awesome. And and Oahu's awesome, like, for me, because that's where a lot of the Ilocanos are. That's the one where, from my parents... That's the products they came from in the Philippines, they're yeah. in uh, Oahu. Uh, and uh, But, oh God, the food. What did you think about the food? It was
0: fantastic. I think I tried too much food. Oh my God, I I, I went to this one bar, um, I forget what it was called, but I wanted sushi and I went to, um, it was like where like the main things are, you know where like the, the torches are and everything like that. It was upstairs, sometimes they have live music. Do you know what I'm talking about by any chance? What? Not my Thai bar. Uh, was it uh, oh, uh, Bruno Mars performed there a lot? They told me. But I I guess I talk, I made friends with the owner there. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, like before he became like when he was younger, obviously, but
2: yeah, when he was little Elvis, I think, I think
1: like... it was
0: it was Doraku. Yeah.
1: Oh, what is it called? The Doraku? I don't remember that place. D O R A K U. I remember. A l- I, I know a lot of places because we always go every year, but that's the one place I don't know. I don't. Know I that.
0: love Hawaii. Oh my god! I fucking I missed the ATV fucking ride. You know how hard <laughs> it was to make because I'm spontaneous. Uh, well, this this time was a different time. I when I went on my own. I went with my friend. I um I I I had a call like every hour for like. T- for like five or six days, because it was last minute. I guess the right, like, like, everything is and, Right. Yeah, like yeah, two, three months, and I, I'm not that kind of person, man. So like, no. I called, like, oh, I was so frustrating, but I finally got something, and I didn't nice. even make it because I guess like an accident or something, and like I had to like substitute for a Jurassic Park tour. I was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck, <laughs> so mad. That was like one of the uh, only things I wanted to do too.
1: That's this stuff because, like, we used to be able to go and like book a, a luau. Like, I, when we I was
0: my favorite thing I did actually. I love the luau.
1: <laughs> yeah, aren't they great? But like uh, Paradise Cove or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. this, but this time, yeah, they were all booked because everyone books way in advance now, and I yeah. couldn't we get any freaking luau. Like, when we went to Maui last July. I was yeah. like, oh, you know, because that's the one thing you want to do. At yes. least do it luau. You know, I, we were gonna go to the Old Lina. I think it was. Uh, well, uh, in in uh, Lahaina, Did, have you gone to Maui? Have you been in Maui? I
0: haven't. No, I've only been to um, Honolulu, right? Or no, right that's a while. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, I I went there twice. I want to go to Maui though, like really bad. Uh, I oh, also okay. want to go to um, Kauai really bad. I think.
1: Yeah, it's 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 definitely a lot more rainy there for sure. Yeah. They have a drier drier spot, but it's definitely way more rainier. And yeah. so it's not gonna be as sunny but it's beautiful as shit like yeah. like all the vegetation yeah it's beautiful that's like the real hawaii there when you i when think you,
0: that's like my kind of vibe yeah again i'm like i just i appreciate that a lot oh my god another thing why i'm an old man every single day uh, i go on like 40 to like an hour and a half walks like you know go I, I don't know no, what no, it no. is I, i've done that for like years now at this point i just i like doing I don't know what it is, I just like being outside. I think it's just a, just peaceful, you know? So like, I'd probably like, like it over there, I, I think. I did, I mean, the whole islands are great, you know? But I yeah. think that one would be like- The more... vibe,
1: it's like slower, it's cool. I mean, Honolulu or Oahu is a bit fast paced like LA, but it's, at least yes. it's not. But then when you go to the other islands, you'll see the difference. You'll see that it's really a lot slower and everything closes sooner and it's not as touristy. Yeah. So. Yeah, you you you'll
0: love it. And over there, they close pretty early, so everything was almost closed by like ten, no?
1: Yeah, so ten over there. But then when I think when you go to uh, Kauai, it's more like six p.m. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but yeah, because they're more slow.
0: Have back. you ever been fire dancing <laughs> over there? That was I love doing that.
1: When I saw the fire dancing, it's usually like Smolin dancers doing the fire dancing. Like that the dancing.
0: Oh my God. I, had a, I, I found it all like on Airbnb, right? I think it I forget how much it was. I think it was like 60 bucks or something for like really? an hour yeah. I think it was like an hour. Yeah. And they and they like or I don't know, an hour or two or something like that. But like, yeah, they would give you like the um whatever they're called and like they would let you roll it off your back and like they would teach you all these moves. It was so fun, dude. But no, you actually did it. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it, I it was a whole different know. experience from the luau. It was so fun. Yeah. I'd be freaked
1: out. I probably would burn my hair off. Oh, me I'm too.
0: Gonna... I thought I would do the same thing too cuz I'm naturally clumsy, so I was I was like, thank God I didn't. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm definitely going to set myself on fire. But like I get I guess um I guess what they do is like they, they put some like liquids or something like on the edge of like the, the I guess the torch for lack of a better word, right? And right. um and like when it catches on you you don't really feel it burn, you just see it. It's weird. Really? Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucking weird but really cool. Like like I was scared but like they let it and it was like just burning my hand, and, like it didn't hurt nothing. I was like, This is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. What is I
1: wonder what, what that is. I mean, I took chemistry. I, I should know, but I don't know what
0: that is, you know? Yeah. Wow, I never even
1: that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, you definitely have to go back, but hopefully you can go back to the other islands.
0: That's I cool. want to, yeah. Cool. I, I, it's like, it's just peaceful over there, honestly. It really is. And, oh, my God, I, another example of how clumsy I am. On my my flight there, I missed it. And my flight oh, back, no. I missed it. What? <laughs> I'm fucking horrible, dude. Are they early flights? Do you do
1: early flights? Yeah.
0: That
1: way? Do the later ones. I do the, I do the red-eye. That way you have an extra day to spend there, <laughs> right? I got my luggage
0: my the morning of the bag. I'm like, oh,
1: Oh, no. Yeah, that, that's my biggest fear is to, to miss my flights.
0: I you had know? such a headache at the airport. I was like, do I just go back? I was like, I guess I'll just suck up the money to fly. I was like, god damn
1: it. It's the worst feeling in the world to be stuck at the I airport, was so
0: disappointed right? in myself. I was like, I had one job, man. Come on. <laughs>
1: That's too funny. Yeah. How do you, you just have to rebook and uh, find another flight to get back? Of one course. of them,
0: one of them, um, they were able to compensate me for the one back, but the one back, I don't. So I think I have like credit to go back to Hawaii right now. I think. Oh, for, take like, advantage of
1: it. Take advantage of it for sure. Yeah. Their, their weather pretty much stays the same throughout the whole year. You know, know. so you can go whenever really.
0: I know. That's that's the goal. I I mean I, I I'd even have you ever considered living over there.
1: You know, I used to, but not anymore. No. I think I love, I just love being here. Yeah, yeah. There's something about California. Like, I would feel like I'm stuck there.
0: Got you. Oh, and then over there you can travel and you can appreciate it when you're there even more. Exactly.
1: It's like, there's something about just going there and being able to fly away after a while is fine. But yeah. if I had to live there, I think I would feel trapped. Got you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, like we, I mean, I think you'd rather just be able to drive around here. If you want yeah. to Beach, you wanna go to Palm Springs, you want to yeah. go to San Diego, right? We have I'm the option. San
0: Francisco, drive to whatever. Yeah. Right, Vegas. Like, you yeah. can
1: drive to Vegas, you know, and it's great. And they always want to be in Vegas. They're always flying to Vegas, but because uh, it's so opposite of Hawaii. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to. If I live in a rich house there, yeah, but I think I'd still be bored because then yeah. Most of my friends are here. Friends and family are That's here. That's
0: true. Yeah. So, yeah. I, th- I think so. you don't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. I think you're solid where you're at, honestly. I'm like, I'm trying to live Ben's life in my future, man. <laughs> you
1: will, believe me. No, you, I think, especially because you, you have a solid base, especially with stocks and you have the mm. understanding of stocks. I think, yeah, you, you're, you're, you're going to set yourself up really good. You'll see. Just be patient.
0: I know. That's, that's 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 the hardest thing, especially in my generation. And I try to do good on that too, but I'm like, shit. Like, I want it now, but I'm like, damn it, I need to calm down. <laughs> no, you know what, though? You're, have that drive. Yes.
1: Yeah. If, once you lose that drive, then you're going to slow down. Yeah. I had that drive. It's fine. But also, know it's going to take some time. Like, it took me how long, right? God, till I was almost 50 to live here. Was it 50? Oh, 40, I was 47, I think, when I moved in here. Okay. I think. But, you know, if I would have kept thinking, oh, my God, I want to live in PV, I want to live in PV my whole life. I Yeah, I would stress out. Mm. I just think keep falling into my lap. So I'm just staying with you. And you notice how things happen with your life. Mm. It just kind of falls in place. And you never, when you least expect it, right? Yeah. You're not trying too hard, you know? <laughs> uh, and you're not panicking. So yeah. I, it's going to work out for you. You'll see. It just feels like everything is going for you right now.
0: i I i think uh i think it's gotten uh i've gotten like a nice traction but i think i've slowed down uh, and that's why i was like mentioning i was like maybe i need something a new a challenge because like i'm like you said saying the uh what's it saying um the climb is higher than reaching the mountain, right? Not that I reached the yeah. mountain, but I reached like the hill, right? But I'm like, okay, exactly. I, need, I need, another mountain to climb if that makes sense. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Know?
1: No, I, I, I see that, uh, for sure. And I think, yeah. yeah, you're just kind of looking for your next one.
0: Yeah, I'll see. I know, I know what will happen when it'll happen. But so I'm not worrying too much about it. Uh, right. But I, th- I really thank you for your time. I'll keep it nice and short since we had a great conversation, but. Uh, this is something I always ask everyone because again I'm an old man. But what's what's the best piece of advice you've ever received for, for, me, and for everyone uh, listening? And I think I already said it. Uh, the best. I think so too. Huh? <laughs> I also think it's the same right. thing. Yeah. Right,
1: right, right. It definitely was a projection is protection because because it was such a pivotal pivotal. I can't even say the word pivotal. <laughs> like a yeah. like pivotal time in my life, uh, and, and I honestly thought the world was ending. Mm-hmm. And if I could go back to myself back then, when I was panicking, I would tell myself, "No, everything's going to be okay." Mm-hmm. It's always one of those things. Like if you want to even, like go back to when you're a kid, mm-hmm. right? Tell your your kid self, everything's going to be okay. Because I didn't have a great upbringing, right? You know, I was always I was sad a lot as a kid, and I wish I could just go back and just say, "Hey, everything will be okay." With all the mm-hmm. stuff that you can go through, uh, just trust that if you stay positive and uh you just see the signs Mm -hmm. everything will be okay the universe or god whichever you uh, believe in will guide you as long as you let them you know Mm -hmm. don't fight it don't try to force it you know so yeah that all that kind of stuff all leads to like positive thinking Mm -hmm. you know that that that's the one thing i want to try to leave with everyone because i can see like when someone starts speaking negative i tend to like Try to like get away because I don't want that energy. You could yes. feel it. and you feel them like they're trying to like kind of suck you in because they miserably loves company, yes. right? And so I'm like, no, no. So that my biggest advice, yeah, uh, yeah, rejection is protection, and try to think positive. Try to uh, stay in the positive frequency as much as possible. Mm. Don't try not to think negative and try not to panic because then that's when you will that will be your downfall. That's where mm. I think a lot of people fail. And uh, yeah, those two things.
0: Awesome. I just wanted to reiterate it and then rehear it because again, just force a habit. Always it in the podcast. I love it. Uh, no. Do you have, Do you have a bar at your house, right? A bar? Yes. Yeah. Are you saying a bar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, hopefully you can make me a gin and tonic. You said you have that. You make a cucumber gin and tonic last time. right? That's
1: muddled muddled cucumber because yes. I don't I don't it. like gin. Do you like the gin taste? I don't like it because it's too flowery, and so it's kind I of it's <laughs> alcohol. Ah. Yeah, and it gives you a good buzz if you, have a good, if, you, if you have a good one like mine is Hendrix I use Hendrix gin right and then uh my friend taught me this because I he knew that I I mean I hated gin but he said why don't you muddle some cucumber with it it'll take away the oh. and taste." and so I just muddle the cucumber first when I uh, do it and then I add the gin ice and and a whole lemon right and, and tonic water mm. it's like a spa drink like People who normally don't drink want it. Like I, I'm like serving it to everyone. Like these people who normally don't drink want it, and it tastes so damn good. It tastes yeah. like a spot. It, there's not. There's not that taste of the gin that people kind of go. It's like a flower. I think it's like gin's like a flower, isn't it? I don't
0: think I've had gin much. Yeah. I don't think I have. Cause usually yeah. I stick to whiskey. Yeah, uh, whiskey's more straightforward. That I like. I like whiskey. Uh, i think. There's, yeah. have, you, have you, There's a different one that. There's one in particular that makes me hazy. It's not gin. There's a weird, um, there's a weird alcohol that I forget. Uh, Miscal just...
1: Mescal, no. No. Uh, no. I wonder what it would be. Let me see. Hold on. Is it, not like typical like Jack Daniels or Jägermeister. No, it's
0: not. <laughs> oh my God! I'm never gonna drink Jaeger or Jäger ja- or bombs ever again in my life. I'm got right. that out i i don't know what it is but like when it comes to that like i get weird and i'm like that's the only alcohol i get weird with so i'm like i'm never some of them are gonna affect you in a
1: weird way like rum does that to me but the thing about jägermeister they're not jägermeister because i don't like that but i do like it when you mix it with uh red bull there's a chemistry thing again i'm like oh my god this
0: is bearable and I taste it in it is, yeah. I, I would do it with monster. I can't even with that. I can't. I something <laughs> it does something to me, and I'm like I don't like how I get, and I'm like so that, that's like that's the only one that does it to me, man. I don't know what it is. I'm just like that's off the table for sure. Never like, <laughs> like I've decided like never in my life. Like seriously, like I,
1: I yeah, you're right. You're right. There's what was the one that I did. There's that one that was like it tastes like cinnamon, cinnamon, but it was like a different oh, thing.
0: Oh, um, <laughs> a Fireball.
1: But it wasn't Fireball, but it's similar to Fireball. Okay. Fireball, I, I to try to stay away from. Do you like Fireball?
0: I'm okay with Fireball, yeah. I, I don't mind it. I mean, it's fine. I don't. I'd rather. I'd rather other things, you know. But it's fine. Yeah.
1: Right. right. No, I, I I try to be simple now. Mm-hmm. Like what I told you, like it's more just the yeah the vodka, the whiskey, yeah, uh, Hendrick's gin with with the uh, cucumber and, yeah. and tonic water and lemon. I, yeah. Simple. Oh, what I love is soju.
0: I love soju too! Soju's fantastic, dude! I right.
1: lemon too, like if you do like lemon on it, like lemon juice with yeah. it. And,
0: I and fucking love fresh. sake bomb, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I get so right. high. Like can you do the thing? Dude, I, do I get the, so oh fucking high, I get too into it. I'm like damn, i am I an alcoholic kid, bro?
1: <laughs> I, those are fun though. It was and so it's, fun. It's, Especially
0: with it's, Korean it's, barbecue. Fuck!
1: Fuck yeah. yeah no. There's always like... uh I forgot what the place was called, but we go to a place in uh, Koreatown. Korean so barbecue is my
0: favorite. I've actually been wanting. that. I'm probably gonna get that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. There's a yeah. spot. There's a spot that's like down the street. It's like ten bucks. They hook you up with it so much. To nice. Like I, go. I I thought ordered it to go, but yeah. <laughs> but it's good though. I like it because I'm I'm low carb,
1: right? Keto. So yeah. Korean barbecue is up my alley. For sure. And then yeah. I'll do the soju, and soju's not too bad when it comes to carbs. So it's like, yeah, I still get... good. I don't, I don't eat the rice, though. So I I just
0: try to stay away from rice. I'm a whore for rice paper, dude. Rice uh, paper, so you oh, do like rice, rice paper? Yeah. I like rice paper, but just not rice. Like, if they okay. put, like... Rice, rice is paper. to me. I love rice paper, though. I
1: know, right? Yeah. With the meat you dip it in the sauce like I just wrap, like,
0: oh dear, right? with meat in the sauce i'm like i get yeah. it like, i'm sloppy it was like this is fucking great <laughs> i'm just oh, so hungry yeah. by the time it gets there i'm like I'm you're not, getting comfy like, now so <laughs> yeah i know well thank you so much hopefully we can get a drink i really appreciate you Ben. uh i
1: likewise what i'll do is like i'll let you know when i'm headed down to yamashiro again okay awesome. uh, <laughs> uh probably it probably might be this thursday wednesday or thursday Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just let me know. I'll more than likely, I'm sure I'll be, I'll be available. Where can people find you if they want to follow you on Instagram?
1: Oh, uh, it's, uh, let me see again. I think it's Benster underscore three, three, three.
0: Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for your time, Ben, and hopefully I can get you on in the future. Uh, but have a good rest of your day. I really appreciate it. I'll talk to you honestly,
1: whenever I I enjoyed this talk. I feel like we could keep talking constantly about anything. You
0: know, it it's really crazy. I
1: love okay. it. Uh, oh, here. Can I get a picture real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, here you go.
1: Definitely. That's cool. You see, you did the cool thing. I look like the old man that's just smiling. And another shit. One, another
0: one. I'll do it with my hair actually in there.
1: Okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> love it. Love it. I'll post this, okay? And uh, thanks again, man. And if you need anyone that you want me to reach out to to do your show, let me know you know, I'll, I'll definitely be glad to reach out to whoever if you see. Awesome.
0: Anyone. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Um, I'll, I'll talk you. to you soon, man.
1: Buddy, this was fun. Thank bye. you so much.
0: See you, man. Bye. Okay. Bye. Yo.